Hello everyone and welcome to the Librarians Guild Wars 2 podcast this week. Uh, we have a few guests and myself doing the hosting stuff as per usual on the 29th episode. And we're going to be continuing our show from last week. It's going to be part two of... What did I call this? Uh, what could Guild Wars 2 borrow slash innovate on from other MMORPGs? And this could also be just single player games as well, which is totally okay. <laughs> I'm going to pop us all over into it. I've got a new scenes and loads of other stuff going on. So if it's a bit slow in terms of that, your viewing pleasure today, I do apologize because uh, I'm a little bit all over the place. Uh, just fine. Also, we have guests and you can see their faces. Mm-hmm. That. Did I check pronouns? Wow. Oh, wow, I got pronouns uh, right. Uh, hi. Um, hey, everybody. Normally, um, okay. that's Creep's job. I don't really do this, but oh, no, no, hi, no. everyone. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bad time for me to take a sip of water. <laughs> You're holding something. What are you holding, Creep? It's a fan. Oh, right. Okay. I don't oh, have many, so I have to buy one. You don't have any? Oh, right. Sorry. Oh, God, right. wow. That was, that was a good... Yeah, I'm like, sorry. Harold's face. I am a crew fan. Wow. Thanks. I'm subscribed to you on YouTube, actually. I bet actually... Why you subscri- wouldn't you be? Because, because I wow. don't know. Are you subscribed what? to me on YouTube? Wow. Are you subscribed to me on YouTube? Of course, Jeff. Wow. Yeah. Are you really? If I went and checked I right now... I check right now. Hold I on bet a you second. Aren't. I, gotta, I bet is... you aren't, and I bet none of you are, actually. I believe I'm sure. <gasps> I, I'm going to go... I'm going to say none of you are. I'm going to say wow. none of you are. Jebro, wow. I don't know why you decided to come out and behave like this today. <laughs> But here you are. Yeah, I do. I am subscribed. I am subscribed. Did you just you. subscribe? The no. allegations, <laughs> the accusations. Welcome to Tyria Court. You were one of the very first people I ever subscribed to on YouTube. <laughs> I'm just Unbelievable. Crying Harold just sitting there like, yeah, we've been, we've known each other for a long time. I believe <laughs> I'm also subscribed to the Creighton Herald. I hope you are subscribed yes, to each other. That's that's a good you note. Go and follow <laughs> all the oh, wow. Go and follow each other. That was it was mostly me joking, but also thank you for all subscribing. But you know what? Why I mention this is because people should like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. Oh, well, that, that was good. Just, that was good. Come on, call me a mall cop because I'm on a segway. Oh boy, that was that was pretty good. That was, that, that, was was pretty, that was actually pretty good. I'm, I may steal that. that was was good. that Harlequin? Was that Harlequin? Uh, no, that was Cher. That's that Cher, Cher, bitch! Wait, where did, where did Cher say that? Uh, it's like a funny joke. It's like, like a new oh, Cher, for, bitch! Actually. Oh, okay. It's like a funny yeah. joke, Jebra. You wouldn't get it, but... <laughs> Rookery is coming for me today. <laughs> like, I mean, you came for us first. So. Right. I actually think it was Boots. Boots, I think, was the first to levy this accusation. That's true. Well, this it's because true. Jebro said, uh, I'm subscribed to you on YouTube, actually. Actually, <laughs> like I, am. Actually, I am. Because I, I watch all your videos and I get all, get all your views. Well, that's because you did something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, like, you know, you did something to look at the podcast in relation to it. I have a question. Uh, so I was like, that's oh, quite impressive, Boots. Yeah, what's up? Uh, who's Cher? 
Uh, no. Nope. C H E R. This is a um, <laughs> nope. an ancient entertainer from back in the, <laughs> in the 20th century. Do you believe in love after love? Do you know that song? Oh, oh okay. Yep, 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 okay. Yep. Kruf is like an infant. Kruf is so young. It can't be Sharis. How do you not know who Sharis? He was once um, married to Sonny Bono. Mm hmm. The Sonny and Cher show. Yeah, That's and then Sonny so Bono, unfortunately. He's like 50% plastic surgery now. Yes. Yeah, yes. okay. She looks the okay. same as she did in 1970. I'm pretty sure that's all natural. <laughs> she also Are has the same clothes. There's a lot of shares out there because, as far as I do, that's the only one I know Sharing of. Sharing is caring. I, I, am, I don't exactly have my finger on the like pop culture zeitgeist. Crying Harold, you know who oh, Cher is. Sorry. Your Come finger on. on the pop culture Come zeitgeist. On. Yes, because this is, Cher is the most current figure in the pop culture uh, zeitgeist. <laughs> we all know about know, She's it. pretty present in most people's lives. <laughs> she could be. She could be. As you know who I Cher know. is. You're just having a moment. It's okay. <laughs> we all you know. Also, you know. sorry, I Sorry I called you an infant. You're not an actual infant. No, but I'm just a small baby. Oh god. <laughs> you can call me an infant again. <laughs> what is happening today? Oh, the energy. I'll tell you what, like, maybe, we're, maybe we're just in a way, in a place this week. I feel, I feel like that's the world. Like, honestly, let's, let's hang out in that place for a second. I'm good with it. The world is in the, in the world is a fucking hellscape right now. No joke. Should I tell you what? This is the thing I've had counselors like clients coming in this week, and they're just like, the world is pretty shit right now. I'm like, yeah, dude, it fucking is. And like, it was smoky. Like Seattle had like the worst air pollution in the world. Not just like in America, the world. So you went outside and it just looked post-apocalyptic. And I was like, this is so. This is so meaningful right now it kind of makes sense this is how so many people are feeling and and i really hope that this podcast gives you a little bit of time to just forget and just enjoy five people talking about a game also that we're also in these places as well you know we're all feeling it in one way shape or form yeah we've either got food poisoning or real life stuff and housing and New jobs and dogs. How long can you stir that tea for? <laughs> uh, hello, I'm British. You must start in the middle, okay? He's and you creating, must, you must do a little a well. for our listeners. Yeah, Is it really okay that bad? I didn't hear yes, it. you can hear it like tick, tickle, tickle. It's like, a, oh, it's like one of those singing bowls, but very British. You are not British. You do not understand how to stir a cup of tea slash coffee in the most appropriate way. So I will say that. That is a real thing. You must first put... Right, anyway, we'll discuss that later. Um, that can be a Patreon Let's thing. discuss some guild I'll do, a I'll do a Patreon video on how to stir tea properly. People who yeah. bake tea in the microwave, there's, a, there's like, like the, the like, done, they're with down there in the fifth layer of hell with... Jabro does that. <laughs> and he's British. How do you oh, know? <laughs> because we've had this conversation before. It's we fine, though. Do. But no, no, no. no I do it to coffee. I don't do it See? to tea. I told you. Coffee. <laughs> face to coffee. You made Fornax break out her new, I guess new to me at least, shock emoji. It is new. I and did also, just snitch on Jabro. I'm so sorry. And also, okay. don't We're just all don't like, uh, don't assume that it's because he now lives in Seattle that he does this. That's just Jebro. Oh, true. True. Yeah, true. Yeah. Well, it's an exception to the rule. Yeah. Um, but Gilbert's too. Yes. Oh, yeah. So yeah, last week. Podcast the get the Guild Wars 2 the game. <laughs> the Guild Wars 2 the game. Uh it is a game. 
Last week we were discussing what we could grab from other MMORPGs, single player games as well as uh, and thinking about Guild Wars 2 specifically and we're going to kind of wander into the same topic that we had last week which we're finishing <sighs> we're talking about combat and balance about comparing it to other games uh, other MMORPGs we'll go with because you know you want to really balance single player games that much doesn't make sense um, yeah anyone want to start off like it so i'm going to give you the the prompt so comparing guild wars 2's balance uh and combat to other mmorpgs what do you think guild wars 2 arena could learn from games such as final fantasy 14 elder scrolls online destiny 2 world of warcraft i was not prepared for this college essay prompt but thankfully i actually wanted to talk about this last week but we didn't get to it no because yeah we would have a long day yeah it would have been a long long day but i um this isn't technically new to guild wars 2 because they actually tested it in like the betas however it's now become more present in world warcraft with their new evoker class and this Mm. is like in charge spells and empowered spells where you hold it down and like you can increase the the power of that ability i find that to be such an interesting concept and watching old gameplay footage of guild wars 2 where uh, the staff used to have, like, the ice shards spell on it rather mm-hmm. than it being on the scepter. Mm-hmm. And, like, you would charge it up and, like, more ice shards would fly out and stuff. And I just think that's a really cool concept for, like, abilities and n- not mm. making you, like, fully commit to a cast time but have the option to hold it down longer. Or for, like, Meteor and, like, Storm or something like that, you could have it. And... Yeah, I mean, I would like to see that ability totally redesigned. But anyway, um, yeah. like, things like Ranger and Longbows, like, holding holding your, your string back for longer seeing a bigger shot getting that impactful hit off yeah i like that concept a lot and i would like to see them play around with it a bit more give it yeah. another shot that makes sense because that yeah. happens in like this that happens in fps games right so like if you hold a bow down like in destiny you've even got you've hit it once and it's just like a ping, or like you're actually like holding it back and you've got a certain amount of time until you have to use the shot and it's more damage blah 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 yeah i like that So no the one else. Everything like Guild Wars 2 is perfect. Like There's nothing I, in any other MMORPG. It's really hard to like, yeah, combat-wise, it's really hard to get on Guild Wars 2's case because as an MMO, it's probably We're not getting on the, the case. We're not getting I know. The case. I, well, if you give things that it could improve on by taking from other MMOs, it yeah. means that it's it's lacking in those categories. And and yeah, Kruf has a good point. That's true. That, that, that could be good. Uh, I, I, I think that the visuals of the combat in some cases could be improved upon just just because it, it kind of detracts from watching people in the the combat is just so good in guild wars 2 but watching it isn't always that good because of some of the animations being a little bit too flashy a little bit too, too loud. in too loud okay and so and mm. so i think that that may be something that it could take from other mmos just a more subdued kind of uh, visual noise yeah. um maybe more options to be able to tailor what you do or don't want to see as far as visual noise goes because mm-hmm. i think for me i i like classes that are a big range from like extremely you know fancy shiny ridiculous over the top magical graphics to um you know ones that are more elegant or streamlined but i do find that for me a big part of my class fantasy and what i love are having like really distinctive 
very cool effects that make me also feel like what I'm playing is really distinctive and really cool. So like one of the things that I've liked from, you know, maybe like Final Fantasy 14, for example, is that there are ways that you can like set a whole bunch of different custom ways to cull certain effects, like cull effects outside of your party, cull effects or make it so oh, that yeah. you only see effects for your specific squad, mm. make it so that, um, you know, you don't see any special effects except for your own, or you don't see yeah. any special effects, period, or stuff like that, which also does really help a lot, especially in some of their bigger zones where you have, like, um, you know, some of the rare open world bigger zones that they do sometimes, um, where you have a ton of different players uh, all running around, and then you get, you know, issues with lag and stuff like that. Um, and I think with the meta events and things in Guild Wars mm. 2, having more options for that would probably also mm. help a bit with some of that. That's been the problem in PvP for a long time, when we were trying to work out how to visually create an experience for people when they were viewing, like, ESL stuff back in the day. It was like, well... They turned down a lot of the graphics. They changed things like, you know, fire fields and everything else to just have it kind of a ring at times on the outside rather than in the inside as well. They changed it a lot because of PvP. <laughs> because it was just too much. Like, people just couldn't see what was going on. If you could commentate mm -hmm. most of the time, and you had to be really playing the game a lot to be like, yeah, I can see that tiny little animation right there. And it was, it was very, very annoying to watch and trying to keep track of things. But it still is. Yeah. You're right. You know, it's... I like well, the idea of Final Fantasy XIV's thing. I, I didn't... I knew it was there, but I never used it because I just liked it all the time. And I was, in, I was just playing. I was just running around, you know, as a, as a noob. So I didn't care. I was just like, whoa, that's cool. Because I'd never seen them before. So I was just like, oh, yeah. But after a while, it's like... It's fun until <laughs> you're in a raid with a red mage and then they just use the break bar and then everyone <laughs> dies. So oh, wow. that's, okay. that's the thing. It, it's just that they have these like massive flashy effects and you can actually go through them and you can see all the different ones. Mm. And Red Mage is, I believe, particularly um, bombastic, to say the least. Oh, yeah, I played Red Mage. Red Mage is cool. Yeah, that's for their like limit breaks. Yeah, so there's like a party break. gauge that fills up over the course of your encounters and then various mm. players can um, unleash the potential of that attack at varying tiers. And depending on what type of role you're playing, it does slightly different things. And uh, yes, Red Mages literally makes it so that you cannot even see what's happening and you will probably die to a mechanic because it's so Is that the one with the sword? so powerful. Yeah. Oh, Red that's Mage my class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so loud. I love it. It's actually really, really... That class is fun to play. Oh, it's my God. It's the easiest caster. It's the easiest it's caster in the so game. Yeah. It's so fun. Um, I think taking from 14's options would be a great addition to Guild Wars 2 just because yeah. how visually noisy it is. And this actually is a, a pretty big conversation about, like, color theory and matching it to, like, the background of your battleground and the setting and the lighting that you're using for the... And, how the the color story is told and a lot of guild wars 2 spell effects incorporate like white into the, its flashes and mm. its spell effects like with fire yeah. and when there's so much white on the battlefield and the spells it washes everything out like sometimes darker colors and less large particle effects can can offer that satisfying visual element mm -hmm. and make it look sleek without making it look like super unreadable and noisy um yeah. and that also just branches off to like spell updates for combat in general mm. would be nice to see especially like elementalists fireballs are very very old like 20 mm. 2011 effects and all that stuff that would be nice to get some some updates i think this i think this bleeds into your favorite topic which is accessibility and when you have that kind mm. of 
strobing light mm-hmm. festival mm-hmm. um if, if you suffer from um light induced epilepsy that that might be a bit of a dampener on your red as you just like smash your forehead into the keyboard I think there's uh, more people now with it as well because yeah. it's easier to diagnose it and also because we have these things all the time <laughs> like people are more I mean, susceptible at the moment in in guild wars the only option to kind of like mute um, the environment to improve frame rates, at, frame rates at least, is to um, you can drop down the number of players that you mm. see, and you can drop down the visual effects on their on their armor. So there's a, so it's a sea of generic character models, but like I feel like that's a really that really really craps all over the the kind of the immersion and the quality of the game. And I would really like to just see some something that is able to turn down the spell effects of others. If you if you want to see your own. And mm-hmm. have your your own spell effects are really beautiful, whilst allowing you to see the the telegraphs, which I think they could also take a a, a cue out of Final Fantasy fourteen and to a certain degree World of Warcraft for 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 these like there's they've got a shorthand of 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 possibilities where people see it. They've seen it before. They know what to do. It certainly helps with red cohesion and player knowledge and player confidence as well, which is a good boost to like player morale when going into new encounters. If you have a shorthand for all the the stacks and the and the movements and the mm. and the and the like, listening to like especially in like Final Fantasy fourteen, a lot of the boss dialogue is linked to abilities. So you only okay. stay alive if you know what's coming. With the dialogue, it can be a real, really handy if you're you're very mm. into your spell bars. Mm-hmm. This is one that's kind of, I mean, connected into some of the stuff you're talking about with like UI interface combat stuff specifically. And these are some kind of small changes that I think many other games and MMOs have um, to some degree or like to lesser or greater extents, which are two things. One, I would love the ability to be able to fixate a target and like actually fixate a target like there is a boss in the raid arena and i can right click that boss and that boss's health bar cast bar whatever is gonna show up on my screen and anytime that like i need to target that boss i can like reliably make sure that i target that boss and i hit that boss because one of my biggest frustrations although you can do some stuff where you can mark targets and things like that um it it is so frustrating to me when i'm in a raid i actually hate playing dps in raids because of the fact that i can unleash my entire combo look up and realize that somewhere halfway through i have targeted the wall behind or you know whatever it is the wall behind gorsival or some ad that's like underneath the foot of the main boss that i'm trying to hit or like whatever it is It's also just kind of frustrating because it means that, like, I can't always keep a, like, really active perception on that target specifically, um, even if I am... Target priority? It's like, in 14, we have a thing... I mean, I've seen this in many other games, too, but in 14, we have a thing where you can, um, like... Uh, like lock a target so like if you right click oh, them and then you go down yeah, yeah, yeah. it will like set that target as your target and then their mm-hmm. health bar and cast bar show up you can move in your ui like where they show up and yeah. any time that you like turn around like if i turned around and i wasn't looking at any enemies i just like hit tab it would automatically tab me back to that enemy or like whatever yeah, it is cool. that i like 
And you can kind of do that in Guild Wars 2, but it's mm. like a not totally yeah. reliable, mm. kind of annoying thing to have to do as opposed to being something really just streamlined and easy to use. Mm. Um, and then the other thing that I'd really like is the ability to move, customize, or change the display of your party. Because as it yes. is, it's like constantly stuck in that upper corner. And there are no other options for things like display my teammates' names or like mm. display their bars here and show enemy lists here or like things like that where especially, especially because no, we have Spectre now that has <laughs> single target healing yeah. and because they expanded this to Druid recently with the staff ability, mm. um, it is great now because I do actually really love that with some of the changes they're making, I feel as though I can focus heal somebody in a moment that it's needed in a way that I couldn't before, which feels great as a healer. But it does make some of these things a little bit more arduous because, again, mm. I'm having to, like, look up and then because I don't have options for how to customize that squadron display or things like that or, like, color coordinate the different, you know, whatever roles or whatever we might have or mm. anything. Sometimes it's kind of hard in the moment. Like, I can click on somebody manually from that and then, like, you know, unleash this thing on them. But I wish that I could move that. I wish that I could change how it looks. I wish that I could see it faster and access it more easily in a way that, like, fits with where my focus is on the screen. It's very outdated. Yeah, I also think that that's something that people have been commenting on recently a lot as well. The because uh, they just updated for Spectre in the squad UI how how it looks when you go into um, the Spectre Shroud, yeah. and it turns purple mm -hmm. for everybody when you go Spectre Shroud, and a lot of healers in the game are like, ooh, that looks red almost, and that really distracts me whenever I look up, and I'm, I think I'm supposed to heal them, but I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and And the fact that you can't, customize it yourself and it's just dictated for you the way it looks is uh is definitely mm. something that they can improve on probably um for a heal in a healer's point of view probably when you go in like because when you go into shroud as a as a necro or a uh, reaper um yes. you can't really get healed right you can't get no. healed in shroud no. Right, unless you're a harbinger yeah but you're but on your on the UI squad UI, it shows the Reaper's shroud level yes. and the Necro's shroud Confusing. level rather than their health level, um, and it's Who's like slightly panicked? different green. It's like yes. a slightly different green, but it's still not good it's enough. Not. So I think probably for both Spectre and those other shrouds, they should um, just always show the person's health bar. You know, like it doesn't, that's the only thing that people really care about, their actual health bar. The people don't care that, mm. they, they might care that they are in Shroud, but they don't Unless care you just that. just change the color and be like Shroud, not Shroud. Because yeah, like maybe, them, maybe a little dot no on there that says, hey, yeah. now you're in Shroud. And, but this is the actual way. health bar that you care yeah. about, not yeah. the Shroud bar. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's... I have to say, as, as, a, as, a, sorry, as, as, a, as a player, as a player of a necromancer, shroud when you go into that form is a pain in the ass because it, it stops you interacting with certain things and it, it it fucks up the visuals. On I didn't ask for that. I don't. Can we not have that? Can we have a button where I could just like click that off so I can actually see what the world looks like? Is there another game you could compare like it to? It. <laughs> is there another game you could compare it to and be like, oh, this is better and it could be done this way? 
Okay, yeah, so in World of Warcraft, yeah. as a priest, you can go into shadow form, and your mm. form changes to shadow form. You do different um, abilities. You have a completely different skill set, but it doesn't affect the interface, and it doesn't fuck, you, fuck up the party for, for interactions. So it can be done. Okay. They've just also, chosen to have this weird element. Just the fact that WoW, for example, uh, allows a whole larger wide range of add-ons for the game um yeah i'm about to get into this is i mean lets you customize things about your ui that you can't do yeah. in guild wars 2 did we talk about this last and time or did, did we, we not talk about, talk about UI? UI? we didn't no. talk, did we talk I'm about add-ons sure we think we have uh fornax here to keep us updated <laughs> well yeah um, fornax actually watched it <laughs> I mean, we were here but like yeah. you know and speaking a little bit about the UI, it's not. I totally agree about the party stuff. I think that is a. If they were to change one, do you want to move? Thing, do you want would, to just move on to a, a UI add-on discussion? It, it kind of is kind of about sure. that. Yeah, Cause, yeah, because we're good I, with combat. Combat, and, we all agree. Oh, yeah. Combat in Guild Wars Two is fantastic. It's better than most, yeah. if not all, other MMOs in the game. I was going to add one more point. I was going to add one more point. I was just going to say, Elder Scrolls Online does a pretty good job with their loudness yeah. of abilities like they're mm, pretty yeah. good honestly but, like, i mean it's and a different too, boons and barrier why are those persisting i don't think they need to be persisting effects anymore is it mm. it's just it's just extra noise barrier Ordinance. in particular okay mm. all right yeah, go to break, um, bars. break bars are a pain in the ass let's have new mechanics please oh Holy god fuck. oh god we're going into new realms oh god, actually, <laughs> okay. new i was gonna say combat in guild wars 2 i think is fantastic um I, I'm trying to think of anything else that like really particularly. I mean, I think they already offer so many options, so many different things you mm -hmm. can do with them. Um, there are you know new types of things that we're seeing being brought in, like single target healing, which many other games already had, right? Mm -hmm. So those sorts of things I think are great, and some of the other integrations that they're bringing in are great. We talked, I think, just like briefly previously about the idea of maybe even eventually them doing something with like mastery lines one of the things i do like about eso is the fact that you have your actual classes and the ways you can kind of build them um but then there are these kind of supplemental questing bonus combat lines that you can find uncover unlock in unique ways some of them come from things like being turned into a vampire or werewolf which don't get me wrong balancing wise they have had their whole own issues with oh, but <laughs> some of them also come from like joining the fighters guild some of them come yeah. from like Mage's Guild, all these different things where That's cool. those facets that you get to explore in the world and you do mm. a quest line with, and then you also like level up what would be kind of the equivalent of like a mastery line for it. Mm. You then unlock new skills that make you better in those regards. So, you know, are you, you now... Yeah, and you can roleplay. And I like that it gives you like yeah. a little bit more cool. of a unique character customization and also allows you additional options in yeah. your combat that aren't just like well what i what am i i'm a mesmer this is what mm -hmm. like a mesmer is but you can really like i don't know get your own custom feel which i do really yeah. like like if that. you're a vampire and you are full-on vampire mode like you're level four or five or whatever you take more damage from burning for example like you know like there's some real like role play kind of elements in that and pvp as well like and you have to think about if i'm a I'm a vampire, so I've got more willpower because of this one thing. I'm not sure if that's the case anymore. I'm just kind of making someone up. But, like, but you can also take more damage from burning if you go into a raid that's also focused around burning. Like, it's like you have to kind of think about what you're taking in. So, I mean, I don't know if people think about it that much. Probably don't anymore, but we used to. 
um yeah that's a really solid example of like a really good way of how you can really customize your character and also make it not necessarily you know the meta but like in a way which is just fun for you and your own play style and i love that yeah good really good point i completely forgot how many there's so many guilds and stuff in elder scrolls online and they really related to skyrim and like everything else is within that universe so it's very relevant yeah i totally forgot about that it's very unique cool yeah just I've just had a light bulb moment. Oh, so we, you've we've got, got a your... light bulb as well. I do. Have that a was light for the people thing. who who cannot watch. I, I'm, that's that's amazing. Good stuff. Um, so we have the orders of Tyria, and we have the yeah. Priory, we have the the Vigil, and we have the Order of Whispers. Mm. And you're talking about like characteristics from being bitten by a vampire, characteristics by 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 like like lycanthropy. Um, um, yeah. um what? Could Guild Wars 2 bring these orders back into relevance by mm-hmm. by giving you virtues, buffs, abilities associated specifically with the order? So that that would be there would be like gameplay meaning to it. Um so that if you're Definitely. if you're a if you're a scholar, then you, you have you know, a higher intellect or a bigger capacity for certain spells. If you're if you're a member of the vigil, you you have a a, mm. a better ability to like absorb damage, so that you that you can be more tanky. You mm. know, well, more sneaky beaky mm. damage for the order whispers. of whispers. Or, yeah, yeah, you know, that's stealthy. That's a very I mean, good, very good idea. Good idea. I think I think it's something that mm. Guild Wars Two started to think about doing stuff like that early in the game but kind of went away from like the fact that all of your races have unique racial abilities was you know the reason why certain people pick certain races at the beginning of the game and it was like what race is better besides just the looks it's also these racial abilities um and they, i think they wanted to make your decisions count more with the the the, um, the social system that they had at first as well mm. uh but they kind of went away from all that. Like, they made the racial abilities all worse than all other skills in the game. Yeah. Um, and you can't use them and... in all modes either. Yeah. So I feel like... Kind of sucks. <laughs> it would be cool if they went back to making your decisions more impactful and, and differentiating people between different other other people, you know? <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if that's I, something that... Yeah. that would I am usually very hesitant to add certain things to combat that are of universal masteries. I tend to criticize the United Legion Waystation quite harshly and also the essence system in the Ice Brood Saga. Um, I think it 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 just it altered the combat in open world in a way that is like a permanent change of <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny it, when it, someone it, puts a desk out with it, these things on. I'm just like, funny, when did yeah. you get the time to do that? Like, there's this massive dragon. Yeah, now all of a sudden you've whipped out your folding table and here you go. <laughs> yeah. it, it's tricky when you add universal features because you either have to make oh, it... So Those were in the good. game since the start, right? Like, it, yeah, the Waystation is new and it's great because it's for everyone. Yeah. But... You could also just go to that heart, I forget which map it's in, but in the core game, and buy a stack of 250 rocks that you could double-click in combat and then have a rock equipped and shoot it and it's break bar damage. <laughs> but but was that break bar damage worthwhile compared to, like, the time, the amount of time that it takes to equip no, that rock? Not, and yeah. then you, but yeah, that's the thing. That's they make, it's does. like you either have to make it so weak that no one's going to use it, or you have to actually make it 
comparable so people actually really value it there really yeah. tends to not be much of a middle ground with that stuff I get it. so i tend to be a little nervous when that stuff happens well, that's just from what, what happened with Ice Rick, Saga. Rick kind think... of mentioned that with the balance of of like werewolf and and uh vampire right like he did cause a problem more specifically in pvp um because that's where it was like a yeah, it was just like everyone was running this one thing, and it was just boring. Yeah, and it, <laughs> it does problem. get to the point where, like, players, no matter what, will always look for this meta exactly. thing, right? Yeah. So, like, of course, I don't think you ever want to have something where it's like, it's mandatory that if you are playing a caster, you have to pick the priory so that you get magic buffs or, mm. you know, whatever that is, right? But I do think there are ways to do this that still feel fun and still feel like you are exploring learning growing right the idea being that it's not just like a class that they dump in your lap and they're like here's the skills the class has but that it's something where it's like as i explored i joined this place or i did this thing or i uh, learned from these masters or i joined this faction and even if it's not always something that is like directly combat related um you know like we have some of these kind of things that are similar to it but we've even seen like i don't know eso has branched out into all kinds of wild little mini games Mm -hmm. and things that also count in that same way like you join the antiquarian faction or you do these different things um and i've really loved seeing what they've done with those like to have those additional lines that you can kind of study do acquire um Mm. it's very difficult i i mean i definitely don't think it's something that could be implemented without some trepidation and i think you do have to be careful about what that means to just have those universally accessible lines but i also think it would be great i love fornax's idea of like Mm -hmm. well now that we've made it through 10 years of Mm -hmm. you know of storytelling we've made it through um the dragons right the cycle is broken what a great opportunity to do something like that to now also see the future of those factions Mm -hmm. interior like you go and you learn like what are they going to be developing into what are they going to be changing what are they going to be becoming now that that threat theoretically is over and i mean we've even just seen final fantasy 14 recently introduce these new types of content criterion dungeons and variant dungeons um, where they've actually gone back to like the original starting city states and like grand company states um, to tell an ongoing story about the people there and like what things are looking like in the history of those areas. Well, they made new dungeons or something? What's that about? They're a new type of dungeon that have Ooh. variable pathways, oh. and then they have a harder version called Criterion, and then mm. they have a savage version of the oh. four-man dungeon content that's really difficult oh, as well. Um, but Damn they're it. using all of that as a way to like tell more of the story of the mm. leader of you know that city to like wrap up sort of some of the things and history and lingering lore mm-hmm. in those areas and. One of the things that people were saying in my chat this week that I was agreeing with was the fact that it makes the world feel as though it's not stagnant to any one era, right? Mm -hmm. It is an ongoing world and all of the places exist together simultaneously, even as we look ahead to the future. So I think they could do something cool like that. Have us revisit those factions Mm -hmm. or give us little quests around them, some kind of new thing that we could uncover, learn, get from our time in those groups. I don't know. I just think that'd be cool. I think they could add... Yeah. I want to, I, I I like the whole like add slash mod add on. I'm I'm very being very cautious of how far we delve into these areas because I feel like there could be a part three. <laughs> and if there is a part three, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, I'm just wondering how far we want to go down this rabbit hole. Um, 
I was going to say um, what what Rook was talking about is the mm -hmm. equivalent. So it's it's Nanamo, the the sult uh, the sultana or the sultanate, um, and it would be the equivalent of going on a big journey and questline with Jaina, at uh, Jana. Ja uh, mm -hmm. Queen Jaina. Right? <laughs> There's so many <laughs> similarities there. Are we are going to World of Warcraft as well as Final Fantasy fourteen and Guild Wars too. I yeah. apologize. Yeah. Wrong um, what? Nothing. Did you um, say MILF? <laughs> anyway. Um, this yeah, is why no, you're back. So... <laughs> Your knowledge no. and use of language. No, <laughs> I'll be quiet now. Oh dear. Was that really a consideration? I've never thought about that. Okay. Sorry, go on. <laughs> now I'm there. I'm there now. And here. Sorry. <laughs> Add-ons and UI, I guess. No, I want to hear I want Harold's point. Really I, want, I want to hear about I wanna I wanna know love, what's going on now. <laughs> if Guild Wars 2 could have more MILFs in it. Yeah. Because... We lost one in Heart we of We lost Thorns. the most important one. Yeah. I was gonna say they killed them off. So like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly, in all seriousness, I would love the the way that the the Final Fantasy world feels alive. Yeah, it, it is 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 much more tangible, and I think that one of the kind of paradigms, the one of the the pillars that the devs have set up is that um, there are static maps, and they're stuck in this moment in time. And I think that that can be great, especially if you want to do replayable content, especially if you're like coming into the game today, you've got these places, you can go through the story, it's fine. Mm. But for for, vet, for for longer term players, what it means is that there are places that we just don't visit anymore because we've been there and done that. And having these alternate stories, and I think you were talking about this as well, having like like different zones doing different things to try and bring back the life to them and we were talk we've, we've talked about this many times about like the layering technology where you can go to a zone and experience it in one iteration and another iteration and i i, I really hope that they they kind of don't shy away from that ability and that that kind of idea because i think it can it can increase especially it can make the world feel much more alive than it does at, at the moment so yeah mm. okay I'm going to shift this along. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm just wondering if we go here. I feel like we've talked about this somewhere before recently. Uh, I feel like oh, uh, uh, important combat, thing. combat and balance. Okay. It was combat and balance together, right? As the topic. Yeah. So combat is the like, you know, what could you add or change? And again, you know, some of these things, there might not be better things out there. It's just little snippets yeah. maybe. But yeah, go on. I mean, it's probably, I mean, balance we could talk about a little bit but yeah. not too much just... i mean it would just be like how other <laughs> games do it in terms of you know their whether or not it's their approach their frequency um yeah. things like that yeah. it's very i think frequency is different. always important the, the the more frequent the better in a lot of cases and uh that is something that guild wars 2 is trying to do and i think is starting to get a little bit better um, you say but... that <laughs> i can give you a good example I, I of a game credit Go they have been um updating certain bugs that might have occurred and you know okay. pivoting vindicator more and we've seen like two or three weeks of just like balanced patch notes to help fix these issues That's and good. i think they are yeah they're, they're doing all right hitting the mark sometimes sometimes well, there's other MMORPGs which actually hate balance changes as well, like which seriously change the meta. Elder Scrolls Online community goes absolutely wild when something changes the build because 
I don't know if it's the mentality of the... I don't think... I don't know, it's weird, because many people do feel this way, of, like... My class has completely changed and my play style's changed a lot because they go through they go through these very wild changes as well sometimes, but they remove an ability and like community just goes absolutely Yeah, out there. And and I was like, What? I really love balance shake because it's the content I like, you know, pretty sure it's yeah. the same for all, all of you in some kind of way, shape, or form. And it's just like, Whoa, okay. So there is actually like this happy medium. I just Guild Wars two is probably balancing a lot more than a lot of games i thought i don't know about final fantasy 14 because i don't keep up with their balance structure guild Wars does small balance things throughout the life of the expansion okay. and then usually big balance things at the release of a new expansion um so do they so have like, like quarterly get... big patches or is it like not really... no it's usually like you get new expansion mm-hmm. huge balance changes mm-hmm. like huge balance changes class reworks all that kind of stuff and then okay. throughout the life of like the the point x patch series leading up to the next major number of mm-hmm. you know like you know 0.5 up through the next release of expansion which is going to be your next major number like six you know yeah um uh you will get smaller things i very rarely have they had to do like big things and i think usually they really try to avoid it and typically you know that if you're stuck in a spot where you're kind of like oh i really don't like what they did to this class this expansion you're like well i guess i'll have to wait until next expansion (laughs) like you know that they're probably going to tweak some numbers and change some things but Mm. the actual like massive changes in mentality or things like that usually don't happen until next expansion that's quite a big gap isn't it okay yeah there's the different games do it differently and obviously if your balance if your balance is good and in a place where the community is generally happy maybe don't do that you don't need to do it exactly (laughs) yeah that's the that's the thing so like even comparing to other games in this respect is is almost pointless but you know but not not completely um okay so quick word i'm gonna say quick word on the add-ons so if you can think about all major MMORPGs right now, there's only one other one where you cannot change the UI. It's hardly at all as well as New World, specifically, that comes to mind. And I think it's the Ninja Space one. I, I made a big face, and that crew laughed at me. I had a okay. thought, and then I was like, no, never mind, it doesn't matter, so please keep going, Jeff. Okay, no, no, I think there was another game. It, the, I'm, the reason I looked at you is Warframe. I don't, I don't think you can change your UI much or add-ons much in Warframe. I can't remember. No, but the UI is also pretty simple. Yeah, true. Like, you know, each each one of your frames has just a small handful of abilities. That's true. Because the idea is that they keep adding new frames, and those frames (laughs) have different things that they do. And the actual interface is pretty much all first person. One of the biggest issues that people have run into with Warframe, from what I know, is motion sickness. Um, Yeah, because of the nature of. like the movement itself because they made this whole like parkour space ninja kind of thing for it um and it's really difficult for people sometimes with the camera and those sorts of details um because it does cause motion sickness for a lot of people that i know i had to stop streams Um, because (laughs) yeah I, i felt it was actually people in the channel as well were like whoa i'm starting to feel awful and i was like oh <laughs> shit <laughs> i feel pretty yeah. bad as well like Camera it's pretty setup gross is important because it might yeah. look like you're on a boat <laughs> just like, it does feel like that, like, yeah. so close to the character 
it's never bothered yeah. me when I play, but I know it affects a lot of people. Yeah. Um, yeah, in those regards, I mean, when, I'm trying to think of things that I would draw from any of that combat-wise. I mean, Warframe does have incredibly distinctive and very cool visuals for each of the different frames. Their play styles feel incredibly distinctive, unique, iconic. Um, and they do also allow, although this doesn't have to do with combat specifically, but they allow, like, player-created cosmetics to um, be introduced and sold. And the creators mm -hmm. get, like, a cut of the profits from those which are oh, pretty cool. cool um and uh i mean otherwise they're pretty similar in a lot of regards to to guild wars 2 and a lot of the systems that they have um destiny 2 has been interesting as well by comparison i think destiny 2 has even been playing around with some of their unique mobilities and things that they mm -hmm. have in combat and in new like instance content too, Playing that um, <laughs> it's been, I mean, it's been interesting. Uh, yeah. They are still, you know, troubleshooting their balance and things like that. Yeah. And I do think that for me, one of the biggest problems with Destiny's 2 is that it gets a little samey to me in that although the, the three divisions do feel different, like you mm -hmm. have your three different like major class kind of thing you know like warlock hunter like those sorts of things yeah um they all kind of have the same formula for what they do mm -hmm. so it's like if you're playing the fire version or you're playing the lightning version and they've been adding some more unique stuff with that but i think what they have been really nailing has been their taking advantage of their unique mobility systems in combat yeah. guild wars 2 has played with that in how you know we might have a little jump puzzle section or mm -hmm. you know a really hectic fight in like a raid where you're having to you know use your dodges super actively or like use your mobilities really cleverly but it's been very interesting seeing the types of content that destiny 2 is creating right now to have dimension mobility space and like the little puzzle challenges that you can almost create from that with people having to move to do this move to do that get this go over here um you know cover a bunch of ground in an arena to get to different targeted areas and do all these different things um yeah, i think that has been fun. so clever a lot of little puzzles riddles things like that that make things mm. memorable it is it is a game which is it definitely is very interesting because i always pop in and pop out i just it's I, I I don't get much traction in streaming, so I was like, you know what? I don't really play many games for myself off stream. I normally just hold on to them until I stream, but now I start to work more. Like I'm I'm like you know, I haven't got as much time to stream, so I'm like, yeah, what can I play for like half an hour a night or so? I just play. I've been playing Destiny too, and like they've got a Halloween event, which is very cool on at the moment as well. And you can write you know, like all these capture zone things, and the the VA is quite very very good. Like some of the class stuff, I agree with you. It's not it, it's not dynamic, and it's not you can't use the abilities as much to make you feel like you are defined as a specific class in the game. It's just an additional thing. It feels like I know that it's important in specific like raids and stuff sometimes, but it feels very yeah like kind of tentacle latched on. But yeah, it's a decent game. If you're not played it, go play it. It's you, you can play it for free for a certain you know up to a point, and and it's pretty decent. It's actually very good. Um, in terms of like add-ons, again, like you very, very good. It's a good way to kind of branch into that conversation as well because they're more FPS games than Warframe, Destiny 2. They don't need add-ons because they're in that space where it's an FPS pretty much. You know? <laughs> what do you, you've got a gun, you've got a couple of abilities, you're, you are, you know, it's fairly standard UI for for most FPS games. Is the additional things are things that people UX designers think about. You know, like where is the enemy team's health, where are the you know the quests and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, there's that. But like in terms of actual add-ons, like 
Guild Wars 2 was very much against that from the beginning. Like, it was very much like, we're not good. And that's because, you know, I feel like they had this anti-everything else that MMOs do anyway. Like, don't have rage, don't have mounts, don't have all this stuff. And then it went to add on. Don't have endgame. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they didn't have an endgame. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that's a funny joke, but you're right. <laughs> it was, but it was the truth. All memes. And, I mean, no, it's true. Um, and, but, like, they fixed that. Um... And with add-ons, and especially as a healer, because it's extremely important. And I, you know, this is where I click. This is where I take the mouse out and I click the people to heal. Or I have a keybind for the person. And, and depending on the add-on and how you do it, like I think about World of Warcraft, I can't remember what it's called, but you hover over and then press, you know, the heal. Like you don't even have to click. Or you click someone and you heal them. Or, you know, and you pull the frame down to your to the rest of your abilities and everything else so you can see everything so your eye tracks to that smaller section of the screen and it's rather than you know i'm looking up there looking up there then like you know you're looking at the health of the enemy and i pull all this stuff around this very small area so i can track it more personally i know other people do that as well um so there are games like world of warcraft you know final fantasy 14 they don't even have add-ons for this this is just in their ui <laughs> this is just like ui things older mmos that have had this for so long and people do produce add-ons for guild wars 2 but they have to be very specific i'm still not sure why this isn't something that they can bring in i don't know if it's a now a coding thing that the game is just so old but there are games which do it very, very well. I mean, you know, obviously, Elder Scrolls Online add-on community is ridiculous and just ridiculously talented. All of them are, to be honest. You know, in World of Warcraft, you can change your UI and make it as if you're playing Guild Wars 2. I mean, you know, that's what I did. I went and played, like, um, Shadowlands, and I was like, I put my Guild Wars 2 overlay in there, the questing hub and everything, and, like, the whole questing system changed to Guild Wars 2. You know how they have the two people, like, in the original like story mode of guild wars 2 like base game have the two people on each side you have the quest six coming up and it's just like what this is so cool like you just can't add those little fun twists to the game to really customize it to how you want it to be i don't know necessarily know that that's a big thing that's missing for a lot of people i know it's something that i thought about first playing guild wars 2 i was like "Mm, i wish i could move that frame from where the boss is or the player is in pvp because that's annoying <laughs> i can't do well, that yeah i would say that even world of warcraft who has not allowed any sort of in-app um tampering with the ui yeah. with dragonflight has a ui that you can actually customize now and i feel like the very least that the devs can do is allow us to move around the elements that they're comfortable with us having on the screen so if we could just move things around and we could just scale them I think that that would answer a lot of um, a lot of player requests. I, also, hmm. I would like I would like a zoom feature on the previews, especially in the shop. True, especially Scalable in windows. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh my god, yes, please, please, let's okay. let's have some of that. UI is a really big discussion, and seeing Dragonflight update their UI and have so much flexibility, mm. it looks. It can look good, I should say, because some people, their configurations might not gel with your own. But from things, just having that flexibility is Mm. so crucial. And even with Guild Wars 2, 
I think updating the UI would be a very big expansion feature. Uh, not 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 that it would be tied to the expansion, but around the launch of an expansion, similar to the specialization update, like a really big core fundamental system overhaul where they give us more access to flexibility because that buff bar even in game with all of the added buffs that they've added with end of dragons from the resting xp to the the jade bot protocol to the armor enhancement systems now that that segment of your ui has become so bloated and very hard to read when you're in the mm. middle of combat and you're like okay where is everything positioned there are screenshots on the Reddit where it's going past the minimap and is being hid. And I think that at that point, it becomes unacceptable. Like, it is starting to break the UI in ways that was unintended uh, back in 2012. So I think it is time to really consider, perhaps around an expansion, uh, to update these these very crucial elements, um, and especially those party frames. We've all kind of hit on it, but um, as a healer, and if they continue to move forward with ally targeting systems, I think it would be great to see an overhaul of what a party frame is, what a raid frame is, raid mm. slash strike frame, and what a squad frame is. I think if you just have oh, those yeah, three yeah. systems more easily blocked out and you kind of approach them in their own isolated bubbles, mm. we could see things be more accessible and easily readable. Mm -hmm. I so agree about the boon bar. So many other games separate mm. out different visuals. I mean, um, 14 just came to mind immediately because, like, you know, buffs are the equivalent of although they have a much smaller amount of them buffs are like next to your name so you can see like you've got your own bars and everything yeah. but then when you're looking at your party to see like hey did my party get what i needed it to or you know like what does everybody have or does somebody have a debuff or whatever it is right like it's like right next to their name and when you target them it shows up and you can see it and then they separate out anything like persistent you know I don't know what your FC buff or your, you know, whatever it is, your, your guild buffs or your, whatever it is like those persistent buffs are separated out. They have their own facet of the UI where you can show display or hide them. Like I, they need to do something with that because I think a lot of times in the game in general, if you have somebody who is savvy, who like puts your teams together and all that kind of stuff and like knows how the squad is supposed to be divided and knows the fact that there are now these limitations on boons and how many people get them and all this kind of stuff, like it, you're fine. You probably need to worry about it. You just need to hit your buttons and you're going to probably have the uptime of the things that you're supposed to have. And that's going to be that. Um, but when it comes down to actually trying to learn that information, parse that information, understand what's happening, figure out if you're doing your job as a boon giver, figure out if you even have a thing you're supposed to have or don't have, or like, it's so hard to look down at that bar and have any idea of what's going on. Like you look at it and mm -hmm. I'm like, is that it? Is that it? Is that it? Is that it? It's, no, it's that... mixed in nope. with like <laughs> just banners and area buffs and other and stuff. rested xp buff yeah. which is usually just a recolor of the xp buff the and they're like we're gonna give it its own buff icon i was like what it's weird because the thing is other games do have it mixed as well but it's just so much but it's just the presentation is a little bit more clear yeah. and it feels like there's more sectioned off and maybe there's just there's a lot of boons in the game I mean, but then, but then you could say there's well, there's a lot of classes with abilities that give other classes boon buffs for a while anyway, so it's the same. But why is it in Guild Wars Two that it's just so 
This is an eyesore as well, honestly. <laughs> it just doesn't load, doesn't look good. It just kind of looks like a thing, which is just like, you've got all these things and this. Yeah, it's just... It, yeah. It's too cluttered. It does get a bit cluttered. Um, okay. Shall I move us on? Something else? I think, I think that I'm, I'm listening to want to add to it. And there's a lot to like, kind of go through here. Well, thing. I think the only thing that I would add is that for all these little tweaks about things with UI, most of which yes. tend to actually pertain to things like the combat or, you know, mechanical things or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of the UI of Guild Wars 2 is honestly fantastic. Like, yeah. can I be real? It's so nice. It's so smooth. It's so, like, accessible. Everything is put together. Um, you know, you can access so many different features and so many other things. You can have multiple windows open at the same time. You can do all these things that like, like the first time people were telling me, like, you can have your, you know, your black line trading post window up and the other thing up and you don't have to close them. You can like run over to the vendor and look at. And I was like, what? Because in other games, most notably in my book, Final Fantasy 14, it is a hot mess in that UI. It is. Mm. So many things about the actual interface of, like, vendors, merchants, things like that. It's a mess. You can't have two windows open. You can't talk to a merchant and have another window open and buy something from the merchant. You can't, like, it's so frustrating. So for all that we had small critiques, I do think that Guild Wars 2 has, like, a very accessible general interface for most of the other things that you're doing in the game um it just i think we need some updates to yeah like we've talked about some of the you know maybe more combat related visual indicators or other things where uh as as time has gone on and the game has only expanded those things maybe just aren't quite serving as well as they could visually but the rest is honestly pretty good Okay. And more options for readability. Like, I'd, what if I don't want a big circle of a health pool? I want, like, a bar or something. And also, I want, nice. I want the circle mini-map back. I like the square, but that circle mini-map and the alphas and the betas, ugh, I never got to experience that. That could be an add-on. They could also just, like, bake it into options that you could choose. True. That could also be an option. Make it, oh, make it says in. Oh, says colorblind options as well. True. Like, yeah. I either don't yeah. have them, do they? So, I'm not sure if they do. I think they have a, they have one such, ah, what's it called? I think there is one option in there, which isn't like specifically colorblind, but it's something I can't remember. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk, if someone wants to look it up, we'll talk to it about in chat, then cool. <gasps> yeah, we are not going to get through this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, because the next thing is big. <laughs> this is a big one. This could, is it housing? I think no. <laughs> wow. We're not even there. What? That's like 10 things down. Look at this This is guild missions uh, and oh. guilds. Like, guilds is mass. Oh, come we on. We can wrap this up pretty quick. What? Really this easy. Oh, that's simple. true. I mean, this for me, for me this answer. is. All right, for me, this is a big one, but for other people, I don't care. So, I'm joking. I'm just a joke. Guild Wars 2 and guilds. Actually, to be honest, Guild Wars 2 actually probably does a little bit more than some games. Um, in all honesty, uh, I think it's because the game is called Guild Wars 2. It doesn't do themselves any favours uh, in that regard, which is unfortunate. If they were called something else, we probably wouldn't care as much. And I think a lot of people wouldn't. Because people say, we it would be nice to have the guild back in Guild Wars 2. That's like a meme, which has been around since pretty much launch. Um, <laughs> and, you know, the, what what do other games do that they could... The Guild Wars 2 could learn from. I can, I can start you off on one 
that I really like from Elder Scrolls Online, actually, and that's the guild shops, guild trading posts, which they have in different regions, which is cool. It's double-edged, though, because in ESO, there's not a universal trading post that you can go to and just pick up a thing. (laughs) You have to find the item on a site (laughs) somewhere, then go back in the game and go to a specific map and then try and find the vendor because they've got your guild has a specific store that people can go and buy from, which I think is very unique and very role play and very immersive and cool. But for access and for easeability, it's not great, but it is a cool little fun thing that I think is, you know. Yeah, it's just it's just one of those things where I'm like, oh, I can go to an actual store and buy the thing, and I don't have to, you know. I don't know. But is there anything other other games do that Guild I mean, Wars Two could borrow from and innovate on? I think it's nice. There's Guild Wars One that uh, okay. <laughs> that had some things in it that was that had, that were a little more guild oriented. Uh, there's Guild right. versus Guild in Guild Wars One, which was uh, which was a fun <laughs> PvP uh, game mode. Uh, that uh, isn't still in Guild Wars 2. Um, I think there there are people who still play Guild War- versus Guild in Guild Wars 2, but it's sort of like a, yeah, you know, like a a un- underground. They have tournaments and... still. That's like a once a month thing, I think, or something. Um, I think I just saw it on the Reddit. Kind of situation. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's one thing from Guild Wars 1. Anybody else? Um. Oh, after you. No, no, no. Yeah. After you, Fornax, I, 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 you must. Sorry. Flap away. Um, Thank you. Um, (laughs) what, fuck, World of Warcraft has, Fuck is in a game. It, it, it it is a, it is a bit of a, it's a bit of a game. Um, A World of Warcraft is, yes. World of Warcraft is a little bit. (laughs) Um, and in, so, the guild that they have, so they have they have all the things that we have. They have the tabards. They have a guild mount that you can get. They have uh, mm. guild armor pieces that you can get. Guild rings mm-hmm. that you can get. They're account bound that help you level. It's like leveling gear. They have guild perks, so you level faster. You can use your hearthstone. Yes. You can you, your your mount travels faster. There's a there's a whole kind of plethora of of supportive content for the player to encourage guild grouping yes i'm getting mm. a lot of i like that do it more um and- <laughs> you just like that <laughs> you know you it. should get like a gif of um like png gif of crew in videos for you and just like with the clapping and just like whenever you yep. say anything you feel needs to have clapped or yeah, you I could just, just have I, I crew. Feel I just I just watch crew clapping. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, oh, I was, I just meant to have them in your video. So. Oh, wow. that's true. Oh gosh, I'd have to. I need that clout. Mission. <laughs> I need that clout. <laughs> I'm paying them in links um, to their YouTube. But something. What's funny to me is that honestly, I think Guild Wars Two, like you were saying, Jeb, has more guild features than most it's other. Weird, right? <laughs> yes. The, yeah, we're just the hungry. Problem is is that they just haven't been updated. Yeah. And I think that's really the the big thing. And 
I honestly, this is a tough field because I think that games are moving away from guilds, mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. necessarily in that they're going to remove them or anything like that. But we are entering a kind of new era of MMOs where we are seeing more and more games rather than investing in things like these guild systems, invest in the concept of the solo MMO player. Yeah. So, for example, we have a bunch of new features that just came out in Final Fantasy 14, where you've got like trust NPCs that are like you know major npcs from the game that can run all instanced content with you um all of, all these sorts of things and in the same kind of way 14 has not expanded anything about free companies free company ranks you know um additional perks for your free company hall or anything like that um but they have really been investing and buckling down um on doubling down on single player um, accessibility and facets. Um, I think we've seen this in a lot of other games, the idea of the solo adventure and how they can be empowered to explore, go places and be able to access any corner of the world without needing an adventuring party. So I understand why this is a thing. And I think it does broaden the audience and there are good things to it. But I think there is also so much to be said about having communities and groups and factions in game um, that you can do things with, that you can connect with, that you can build friendships or relationships in, or that you can even just be like an auxiliary part of just because you want to, you know, be there um, just for fun. So when I think about like other things that I think games have tried to do for guilds, I do think about like 14. Um, they initially introduced these like airships and submersibles so if you had crafters and things you and your fc mates or guild mates um could all get together and you could compile a whole bunch of resources and then you could build this ship together and you could name it and then you can send it out on these little um expeditions now you don't actually like get to go on the expeditions or anything like that they just like go and then you check back in later and you reap whatever the rewards are which i think is a little bit of like a eh. you know i think that guild wars 2 could do something really fun where you could build an airship and then kind of like how we saw with um that oh you know the instance at the start of end of dragons or actually warframe had a kind of equivalent of this where you could build this big ship and then everybody could man it together and a little bit like that um sea of thieves like a sea of thieves you know you could all go out on it and there could be assaults that would happen or like waves of random enemies or things like that and you'd go on this little expedition and you could mine things along the way or whatever and it's basically just like a loop through a similar skybox right with random right. enemies or things that'll pop up but I do think something like that could be fun for guilds, uh, you know, whether they wanted to do something like a caravan that you, you know, you build and you use for trade routes or whatever, and you can do this mission together and defend it or, or whatever it would be. I do think that could be fun. And likewise, they also attempted to do this piece of content that was a massive failure and everyone hated. So I'm going to suggest it now for Guild Wars 2. <laughs> um, it was a piece of content called Diadem where if you had built one of those airships uh, with your free company, you could then all choose to put together a group and use that airship to fly you to this special zone called the Diadem. And in there, there were unique enemies, all kinds of things you could find, get, gather, uh, treasures, you know, loot that only dropped from that, special weapons, all kinds of things. So the idea was that you would get together, you would spend the time, you would build up this ship, and then you'd go to the island and have fun. There were a lot of problems with it. 
don't get me wrong and there's a reason that they ended up completely like cutting it out and then reworking it 50 times but mm. one of the things that i do think about that though is that i think a game like guild wars 2 could pull it off better their exploration their open world zones all of those mm. sorts of things are more dynamic more interesting more fun mm -hmm. and because of the ease of access being able to be in multiple guilds at once um and because so many players have long term if they've played the game for a long time they are probably sitting on a lot of resources they probably have a lot of guild hall upgrades they probably yeah. have a lot of mm -hmm. things right so you could use this as a way to try and revitalize it i'm sure players would still complain like oh it's locked behind all this stuff and what if i don't have a guild or what if i can't you know um but i do think it could be something to consider however however much actual games invest in guilds i think is pretty questionable for the future of mmos i think it'll stay a feature but not something that content is made specifically for i'm gonna go for a, like a like a social thing here because i think and anobi said it in the chat as well there's different ways that people actually connect now as well like there's discord there's you know reddit there's forums there's all these kinds of stuff but also you you bang on like you know the there's a video, I can't remember who made it, but it was like talking about how solo players have saved MMORPGs, right? I can't remember who made that video. Um, and, and it really does speak to the experience of almost almost what gaming is like. like. We all connect to each other. We all talk about games. We all don't necessarily play the games together to have that connection as well. So it's actually, it's also just kind of the way the world is, you know? A lot of people, people more nowadays are like going home. They're working from home. We're very... We're a little bit more secluded in our experiences and stuff like that rather than going outside. You know, COVID was one of those reasons. It kind of makes a sense psychologically, socially, that people are a little bit more closed off anyway, but they can connect in these other ways that we've got. We've got so many ways. And what is a guild anyway in a game? It's just almost a, it's a glorified chat <laughs> most of the time, in all honesty. Um, I like what uh, I think it was definitely more relevant back in the day when World of Warcraft started with examples that kind of herald gave as well and i really like that idea that final fantasy 14 had and i, I agree again guild wars 2 would do it better because of that experience of the open world as well but it's like there's so many different ways that so many games do this i don't think anyone's got like a great way of doing it at all because i think now you're right like people want those solo experiences and they're trying to pull in people keep talking about how mmorpg content is really difficult to create because you're really narrowing yourself because MMO RPGs are a niche. They're still a niche. It's still a niche market, you know, and you really have to channel that content to someone very specific. New World actually went for combat system very similar to Dark Souls, for example, to pull in that market a little bit more, that solo player's experience, and they had to make it even more solo player-oriented because you had to do dungeons to complete story steps. And it was like, oh shit, you know, like, I'll give, we kind of aimed for this to be a great experience where you can explore the world on your own. And if you go and play New World, you can play it up to the final story instance on alone without anyone. And you can do that with a lot of MMORPGs nowadays. If you can wander a world alone and feel very invested, immersed, um, it's not too tough. You can get so many people invested in that as a single RPG experience. Think about... Elder Scrolls Online, for example, that game is wicked to play on your own. It's so good, and it's easy. Like, it's just about a story. And they'll start to sell the game. It's, like, it's a really, really good point, which really links to how you see community building in, in MMORPGs. I'd love to do that as a future podcast, actually. Just in itself, I think that would be good. Um, 
Is there any other games it's... that? Sorry, Harold. If, if anyone wants to add to that, then sure. Sorry, I was going to say it's it, this is this is a sort of a mantra, isn't it? That oh. we're all alone together. That yeah. was that <laughs> yeah. was the kind yeah, of absolutely. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I mean, it's sad, but also not sad. <laughs> it's like, kind of, you know yeah, what I mean? I'm not, <laughs> kind of strange. I'm not sure it's how to feel. <laughs> So I've played I played uh, WoW since the the noughties, and I'm still so they have like individual chat channels that you can set up. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I'm still in it. I've been in a chat channel for like well, nearly twenty years with a load of people cool. that I've just been playing World of Warcraft with, and That's so good. We've all gone off and done different things. We've all like, but we're still in this little booty channel it's called booty um, oh i agree like, uh, <laughs> it's just half of boots <laughs> not, not your booty darling but yeah i wasn't even talking about that <laughs> but it's yeah i kind of i it's it's very strange because i think it comes back to the relationships that you have online and the kind of the changing dynamic because when 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 the internet was when this was all kicking off it was very much like it was, it was almost like having a pen pal right yeah, it was a, it was yeah. a distant a distant connection i did have uh, some when i first started yeah. in america and stuff Aww. i did Aww. yeah it was cute Aww. well yeah, that, um, i guess that's that's a simile right um yeah. but now I, I don't really have that much dis- dif- differentiation between the people that I really interact with and communicate with and share with online mm-hmm. and the people that I really interact with and share with in my real life. Mm. I think that the line has has blurred, um, at least for me. And I think that MMOs, I think, I think you can't downplay how valuable, talking about accessibility and talking about people who are or who are isolated for whatever mm-hmm. reason mm-hmm. you can't downplay that the social elements of these social games for being a real lifeline for people yeah. and i think that guilds are an extension of that and you'll see guilds that have been there for for, for decades and there'll be there'll be like seven people in it but it's a it's a family guild yeah you know absolutely um i'm i'm in a guild with my daughter in final fantasy you know it has just dawned on me as we were talking about this and as you were talking for next i was thinking in my head like the alone together mentality but also i was thinking how do i normally gather with people in game at this point like how Mm -hmm. am i alone together or how do do i socialize with the people in game at this point and i see people in chat talking about discord and the possible theoretical futures of things like discord integrations into stuff like mmos which i think could be huge we've seen some companies like final fantasy 14 attempt to do um integrative phone apps as well where you can like list you know stuff on the market or check different things or communicate with guildmates yeah and like i have not found one that i think does a really good job with it yet Rifted. The idea it was really that, good. Like, yeah, <laughs> there was a guild chat. That, it was on your phone. You could talk to your yeah, guild on your phone. Like I like that kind of idea <laughs> that so we cool. are integrative and communicative on many different levels now. It's mm. not just specific to games. Um, and like, you know, oh, if, if I log into World of Warcraft, then I can talk to my guild because it's far yeah. more likely that you are probably 24-7 talking to your social groups already on Discord, on other apps, on other things, right? So I think integrating and bridging that gap to create that kind of interesting, seamless experience could be a huge thing for MMOs. And I also think about the fact that recently, some of the most fun that I had in like, and or that I found that people really seemed to enjoy doing together are like, hmm, 
non-intensive social gathering opportunities. So like, let me see if I can try and put this in, in better words. Um, there are everything from player run versions of this, like where you go to a club at night, right? Like yeah. uh, there's an RP club and you don't even have to be an RPer, but like there might be a DJ playing or whatever. And people just like to go stand around in that venue, very low personal social responsibility, but you like just go hang out there and there's a vibe of other people being there. And then I was also thinking about Red Dead Redemption 2 online. Mm. And the fact that they had some hubs where as you like built them up or upgraded them, they unlocked these kind of fun, silly interactables. So like if you upgrade the like mm. bootlegger shack, right, you get right. this um, like speakeasy down in the basement. And as you and your mm. group just kind of hang out or idle or AFK or whatever, you can like go over to where the musicians are playing and you can pick up instruments and your characters will just like emote play Ugh, the instruments. I love that stuff. So and it like makes music or you can go to the bar and serve each other drinks or you can like, you know, like there's all these silly little interactive things. You can get totally drunk and like, you know, like or whatever it is in the little bar. And they are, again, like very low energy, not even content for guilds or for a group. But our group spent a lot of time just doing that because it made us giggle. It was like very low personal pressure. And yet we still felt like we were socializing. Mm -hmm. um, and then that even led me further to the thought that like one of the reasons why I think guild halls, I'm going to say it, are dead. Ooh. Like as I don't know why don't they are they don't work and i okay. don't think they work in the game as live active content that they yeah. at this point the way that they are should keep developing but the reason Agreed. and this was a huge thing that just popped up in my mind and i don't think we've ever talked about it was the fact that what would you use a guild hall for if you were trying to do low personal responsibility social like socializing you would use it as a place to like hang out while you queued for things. Mm -hmm. So like I might go to my guild hall because, you know, there might be vendors and things that we unlocked and buffs and boons and stuff. But what's going to actually just keep me sitting in there? Well, what if I could queue in for whatever thing? Or what if I could set a timer to be teleported to this map when the meta starts because I joined LFG? Or what if I this, this, this or that, right? And what if yeah. there were low effort social things that rather than just like running around in circles on my mount jumping for 15 minutes while i wait for something to pop or come up or a timer it is like what if they were just silly little things i could interact with and there are to some degree the races and stuff like that but mm. i don't think people use them as a hub in guild wars 2 right. partially I... because we don't have a queue system or anything yeah and i think that's because arena nets designed the game to I mean, uh, unfortunately, it makes guilds go by the wayside, but they try to give us these hubs in, in the real world to not separate players, uh, to make it feel like more alive, I guess, to make it That's feel like, thing. hey, look, this is a hub. Everybody's mm -hmm. here. It's jumping. It's fun. So they have a hub in the uh, for raids. You have a hub uh, with Arborstone now. You have a hub for, uh, well, I guess, in Lion's Arch. Fractals, um, yeah. And Fractals as well. Um <laughs> In the, in, but that, that one separated well. up because you buy a... <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. You're, you're dead on. You're right. Yeah, well, so they, they want to... The reason Miss Lock Sanctum is the, the most popular, like, private hub, isn't that? Yeah, it is. I've never and, been and, there. And, <laughs> and it's very possible that... It's very possible that if queue systems and, like, the ability to jump into uh, fractals, raids, all that stuff from a guild hall, if that was implemented... Guild halls would probably be more frequented, and a lot of people would be doing stuff with guilds more often in that way. But 
the question is, do they want to do that to draw people away from the, uh, you know, shared hubs mm. that already exist, which make the game feel exactly. alive for people? Mm. Well, that's it. They've, I mean, I guess Guild Hall's were counterintuitive to maybe what they were trying to achieve originally, right? So what did they... I think they bought... I feel like Guild Halls were their answer for housing um, to a degree. Like, it was supposed to be something. It was also their answer for GVG uh, with arenas. Um, so people, they could have a customized experience. Arenas don't really get used much at all um, uh, for that, unfortunately. The crafting, the one thing that is good, I think, for people, the racing community... Yay, we see all of these things happening and people building tracks, and I'm sure if they went away, people would be upset. It's a very niche community of people. There's probably there's not many people who really engage in that creation. I think, you know, the genuine, the most use I've seen... So we did... The, the biggest time I've ever used the Guildhall, the latest one is for a fashion show we did during a stream when they were launching on Steam. We like really produce like an awesome area where we did this thing. Um, we did this fashion show and like people paraded up and down the dock and the pier and there was this cool area and like they made it great. It was awesome. You know, other than that, like I don't remember a specific moment where we've really been in the guild hall together as a group, other than taking it. <laughs> like, and that experience is the thing they need to tap into with that with that hall or with the guilds and that's what they did with guild, with guild quests and stuff so i agree like like you know guild halls they don't work i feel like then the nostalgia is there for the devs especially do you remember the guild hall stream we had that was all a nostalgia trip and it was not really about it wasn't really and I, I, I think that's great that they can do that I don't think the player was really thought about. I don't think they they didn't innovate on anything. And I I just want to sound. I'm not trying to like rip on Anet for this, but like you know, make the things you want to make. Cool, awesome. But when it's like not used, <laughs> and it feels like you know maybe some focus could be put somewhere else, there is a little bit of a feeling of like why didn't you just put housing in? Why didn't you just do like this out elsewhere where people can create things in open spaces and instances together? Um, where you can just you don't have to really be in a guild and you can just create at your own on your own will. I don't know. It, it does seem like a really odd thing. But like in ESO, for example, people just use a house as their guild hall. They just use a house as a guild hall, and then people come in and they drop things off, and then one person decorates and they create it that way. It's like I don't know. But maybe there's some other arguments. Maybe people do use it in a way which is good um, i think, I think <laughs> the reason why they're there is simply because guild halls were such a big thing in the original games right yeah and yeah, build, yeah true building up a guild That's hall and the, and the and, and the npcs in there were really valuable and they were only available mm. in the guild hall and they had a, they actually had a niche right right and i mean as far as i'm concerned i think that the best use of guild halls it's for role play. If you want to have a private role playing session okay. and you're a role playing guild, then that's perfect. Or if you're a musical guild, so that there are guilds dedicated to music, there are guilds dedicated to flying. You know that the, they can have these big open spaces where they mm -hmm. can they can do their thing undisturbed, and it's a it's a large map. You know, um, so true. I think that, that there is a value to it, but it's a very niche. 
Mm-hmm. It's very, very niche. And it's not even like, for example, in Final Fantasy, you can in, in your free company, you can have a room. So you can have you can have that that house aspect. Mm-hmm. You can have that accommodation aspect and then oh. yeah, linking into the housing and the and the collections and the yeah. So What's that would that? be interesting to I do mean, something you're... like that in uh in Guild Wars 2. I feel like they'd have to also release actual like instance player housing. But if, you know, that player housing required gold or whatever thing or like a long way to get it or, you know, whatever it was, having then uh, an additional thing in Guild Wars 2, you could take that kind of concept for an X. I like that. The idea of like, um, well, maybe now there's going to be some sort of like all of the previous guild halls will get on some corner a building that's like a little apartment building or, you know, like quarters or a barracks or something. And then if you were like a member of that guild, you could go up to that door, click on it, and then be able to like have a room there and decorate that if you didn't want to do the other process. That would be awesome. I've been hoping for that ever since Kining City came into being because just like apartments in Kining City would be perfect. Okay. Yeah, I think... Player housing is probably, if we're looking at like cost benefit and just general interest, we're we're talking about guild halls. It's about the same topic. I like no, how I'm not the uh, one that's no, getting. It's not different. <laughs> no. So there's two guy. segments. There's it's two different. segments. There's two segments to this podcast. There's one where we in we're innovating on Guild Wars two things that already exist, and then there's another segment where we're talking about bringing in things that do not exist at all. So what part are we on? We're on the first segment, which is like comparing Guild Wars 2's guild systems to other games, which is a present but feature. But other in the game. games have player housing. No, no, no. But like, we don't have player housing. Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah, but we also don't have looking for group. <laughs> yeah, but we had dungeons. <laughs> looking for group was in dungeons, though. It wasn't a feature. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, but yeah, but Daddy, we really want to talk about okay, the housing. We are going to talk about. We really love I, the housing. Hey, someone... you, are, you are wrong because you're wrong. Oh, okay. Bro, I, you're wrong Wait, because you're right, I wrote the right. damn. I wrote right. the damn document. You're right. No. You're right. no, I'm wrong. Okay. It's okay. No, no, no. You're not wrong. You're I'm right. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. LFG is part of dungeons, though. Um... <laughs> but we don't have it. Oh no, I'm not going to think too hard about it. Yeah, it's right, good. It's good. Hard. It's good that you shouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> so this is Jeffrey's little red wagon. You just let him pull it however he wants to, even if it doesn't make any sense. It does make complete sense for what <laughs> I have got planned. Um, and also, I realized that, you know, time has ticked on pretty fast, so there is going to be a part three, because I've still not gone for everything. No way. It, but this is a pod... We've got podcasts. We can talk... We can talk it's still mm. fun stuff. You've, haven't you enjoyed talking about this? What thing? else are we going to talk about? Oh, the are weather? you all having fun? Oh, I, yeah, no, uh, I mean, I can get other people on. This is fine. Wow. <laughs> I could replace you so easily. I could. No. No. You're very unique and lovely, amazing people. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> thank you. No, yes, Kriv is right. We are going to talk about housing. I'm going to leave that until the next show because I don't want... I know that we've we've got, like, a few things I did want to cover before... Oh, actually, well, maybe we can start. We've been going for like an hour and a quarter or so, but we said two hours. I just know we'll get a little bit way through this and it won't be too long. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I'm not sure now. What about, um, okay, Is, how about guilds? Are we done with guilds specifically? Um, 
Yeah. I think we good. Sure. Okay. I don't know how interested and how far you want to go down this one. Don't look so what are you doing the sad face for, Kruf? I want to what? talk about house, uh, housing as well. You just had a sad face. I was like, what? I did. Yeah, I'm just confused did. where we're going next. You did it. I think I'm lost. Does your confused face look sad as well? Most of the time. Okay. I'm going to have so I'm many wrinkles by the time you. I'm 25. Very oh, expressive. right. Sorry, wrinkles. This <laughs> is someone else. Uh, right. So we are on the current. This The trajectory is, well, we're on PvP now. And like World v World potentially, and this doesn't have to be an in-depth thing. But other games that do like World v World or PvP or RVR or RVR Realm Realm or other P- ways of doing PvP, are there other games that you feel like you enjoy more in terms of like MMO RPGs wise that do it well that you would like to see in in Guild Wars too? That that's a little I bit mean, more fun and engaging or different. Or I like being able to play PvP game which I can't do in Guild Wars 2 because every step I take, I get stunlocked for 10 seconds and yes. upwards oh, of what's happening five years. Right now? I haven't it's been just... in PvP for a bit. Yeah, balance is messy. Balance is not I... good for PvP. Yeah. Warriors or what? I feel like <laughs> they, <laughs> they like treat taunt with such care. Only like three abilities in the game apply taunt because they're like, oh, we yeah. don't want to take control. Taunt. No, I have a point. They're like, we don't want to take player agency and player control away, mm. but we will add seven dazes and stuns on one button and, and have its duration be two seconds each and emotes yes. and rangers. And I'm like, okay, well, if we're going to like have a competitive mode, nothing feels worse than not being able to actually like react Mode. to your environment. <laughs> and I'm like, I used, I, I'm now by like default taking two stun breaks i'm taking like try to take at least two big condi clears and i don't know if it's just my luck with my matches it might be Uh, but this is bad at the moment unfortunately it just it doesn't (laughs) feel satisfying when you are bombarded with hard crowd control when we already have very effective soft cc uh Features like weakness, chill, slow, mm-hmm. fear. Those are, in my opinion, probably enough. And it's, it's so, yeah. One thing that 14 did recently, and 14's PvP was agree, it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. Maybe not agree. <laughs> That's why I didn't but play it. Pretty it. <laughs> bad. But they recently did a full overhaul. And one of the things that I thought was the most clever about this yes! overhaul was that they did put stuff in like these cc abilities right but then they gave every single person some additional universal skills in pvp so one of them is like it's like a a pretty low cooldown cc stun break so that like no matter what you have um on you you can use that as a supplement to remove it um, uh, there is also one that's like a guard shell, so you can like, you know, pop out this guard shell that for like the duration of time, it won't nullify everything, but it will reduce a lot of damage. One of them is just like a pretty low cooldown self heal, but it consumes like your mana resource. So you, you know, you can only use it this many times. And then the next one, uh, the last one is like a potion that replenishes your resources, but it has a very long cast time. So like you have to like go somewhere and choose to use it to like replenish or reset cooldowns or things like that um 
So with that, I actually found that it was so liberating because it doesn't matter now. Like you're not, you're, you're going, okay, well, no matter what, I have certain things that I can use to help counter CC stuff, but I always know I have a skill that I can use. Like not necessarily that it completely nullifies because again, they can bait you to use it. You can pop it at an inopportune time in a moment when you really didn't need it. And there is a bit of a cooldown on it, but everybody has that now. Everybody has like the same kind of kit. They have their own heals as well. So again, it's not like healers are just getting hyper focused, fixated because everybody has a little something in their kit. And I honestly found that it was really liberating. So I wonder if it would help free up some of the bars. Like you wouldn't have to be trying to bring 5 billion abilities that all just cancel. If we had a couple of skills like that, that would kind of allow you still some room, but to be able to adapt. And we have elements of counterplay with stability, but then there are counterplays to that counterplay where it gets ripped, it gets corrupted, which then leads you to fear. And like necromancers are still pretty prevalent in PvP and like mesmers can can steal boons and whatnot. So it's not like if I am able to react to something by giving myself stability to prevent and like I see it coming, but then like a random ability procs off and all of a sudden all my boons are gone. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, it is kind of the nature of PvP, but I feel like we've gotten to a point where, and just my experience with PvP and other games, it feels better when I can react to something organically and not feel like I have been locked out of playing for five seconds. Hmm. <laughs> I but have that a being question. said... Oh, sorry, oh, sorry. go on. Oh, just, no, just, a, just a point. I want to say, that being said, I don't mind a couple important CC abilities, like on elite skills and high... Jesus. Wow. <laughs> oh, it's still going. They also have something to say about it. They agree. They're coming to my aid. But I don't mind when there are some big-ticket CC skills. I think those can feel very uh, rewarding from a player perspective. And if I were to get hit by that, I'd be like, you know what? You, you timed that right. Good job. But it's just like it's on auto attacks. It's on like abilities that have a five second cooldown. Certain builds they they overuse it. So I don't hate CC it like across the board, but it just might be a bit too much right now. For next, you were saying. Sorry, I was thinking about um, what you were saying about like generic skills. I'm thinking about Formula One versus Formula Two in motorsports. So Formula oh, you are One, going there. Okay. you I have... was like, what? Sorry. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah I, I, like, I like motorsports. So in Formula One, you have it's a marriage of, of technical ability with the car um, and technical ability with the driver. And you mm. put the two together and you have the best car, the best driver, you win. Okay, and, and each team is allowed to innovate and they're allowed to have a certain number of engines. And you can think of it like traditional PvP. So you have a build that you select, uh, a play style, and, and, and then it's all down to your ability as a player to play that skill type. But in Formula mm. 2, which is a division below, they're still they, the cars look broadly the same, but everyone is driving the same car. So it takes mm. away all the build, all the zeitgeist, all the rest of it. Everyone is driving exactly the same fucking car. Yeah. They have exactly the same skills. And then it is just about purely how good you are at playing. And would you, would you be happy to sacrifice choice to have better balance? Or is part of the, of the, of the fun the choices that you... I know, I know for Boots, it's probably like an... The question is, is you know, but 
that that's a question I would have. I mean, I have no dog in this race because I I give no fucks about any of this. But I'm just <laughs> interested from you guys' point of view. You have like uh, so in so with Guild Wars Two. I mean, Guild Wars Two generally has like the best systems so that you can focus on your build. You don't have to think focus too much on gearing up right so you don't have to have that focus so that's good so it takes it gives you the it does give you a lot of options and i think that's very very awesome whereas on the side of what rook is saying um with final fantasy 14 they actually take a lot of your abilities away but they give you the very impactful ones on on in a way that you think more about their usage like you you've got less but you've also got more because you've got you've got really to think about when you're using that ability. You can't spam this, that, the other. You know, if you're in Guild Wars two, you're doing a lot of auto attacks with some abilities, which are just very, very powerful. You're just hitting autos, which also give things like immobilize. And especially at the moment, there's a lot of like stuff which is baked into your build, which is very oppressive <laughs> to other people. Um, I really actually enjoy final fantasy 14 the way they did it and it went into crystalline conflict i was like i need to commentate this game even just once because it's just so fun to play like you know that 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 was what made me want to play it and otherwise i thought final fantasy 14 pvp was absolute dog shit it was so bad i would it's the reason i stopped playing the game because i was like i need to pvp in an mmrpg to a point um and i'd pretty confident in saying that <laughs> it was not great <laughs> and it was like just running around in a zerg like you know and not even world in world it was like it wasn't wasn't good or fun at all but like in terms of what you're saying i'll come back to your point Harold. sorry if for me it's a mixture of both if you're able to i feel like in guild wars 2 it's so good to have that craft because it's like crafting it's like crafting a build is like something i really love to do it's what my channel is made up of actually primarily on youtube it, it's all engineer mostly so like there'll be a little tweak i'll make on you know for example they changed tools trade line and now we can remove conditions that's a whole video that's a whole piece of content that's also another way i can play the game um, with my class and it makes other things viable Whereas if I just had these set abilities and set builds all the time and I just picked different things, you're kind of then into the realm of Overwatch. You're kind of then into the realms of, which is actually a really good comparison to Crystalline Conflict, because it's literally a pushing thing. And, like, and, and you're thinking about those more heroes, right? So in Guild Wars 2, in a way, you could have heroes like, you know, Turai also, like from... Um, uh, the game mode it's just stronghold. Gone out of stronghold um and you could play heroes specifically with different roles which could be an interesting take uh for guild wars 2 because honestly and i hate to say this because i'm a big proponent like i love conquest but it ain't the guild wars 2 pvp mode we need anymore it's too complicated it's been too complicated for a long time and i think they could really go with something like um trust me many people think this this is like this has been one of the big problems it's oh it's it's just been a big problem for a long time um be more freshed up i guess yeah there's it's not the player base of good that's another conversation player base of good yeah. wars 2 has changed um so much um but yeah i think i would like to see something like the crystalline conflict in guild wars 2 with heroes where you have different 
a ballet is specific to them based on the classes within the, within the game already so you have a healer you have a healer you queue for that role cool you have the, the specific roles that you might queue up for and and that's the thing like i would love to see that like personally i actually really like the mix of having both i think you know i really really enjoy crystalline conflicts but it's not enough for me to sub to the game right now because i've got too much to do <laughs> but like, but, it's good. so it's good you'd time. welcome like them adding a, t- a, a whole yes. tournament track of fixed builds where you go yes. in and you just play that and, and, and it's all about place well, that's interesting yeah, as that's an option an additional option not as a replacement as an additional thing yeah yeah, on, uh, yeah. A, a cherry on top not yeah. a take away your pudding it, yes it gives someone something people to focus on so they because guild wars 2 pvp is very the reason why a lot of people find it difficult to get into is because they don't know what build to play and they've got places mm. to look um but also there's just so much variation to play that it com- becomes confusing and then when people get into mm. games one of the biggest ex- like biggest things i hear people complain about the people that rag on them for their build and they're playing the a thing which isn't deemed meta or good like i still get this last night i played core engineer in a higher level ranked pvp game we lost three people just say oh well if you weren't so shit playing core engineer then we would have won it's like well cool i'm out <laughs> and i've been here for ages i've been here since launch playing this and it's like well if i can't put up with it what's a new player gonna do there's just no here's way here's a question jeb here's a question for you so one thing that 14 does have that yeah. I feel conflicted about, but that also is kind of good in a sense. <laughs> I love it. Is that they have removed the ability to type oh, in chat to it. one another in game. So you have a variety of like basic auto phrases like hello to the left mm. on point, <laughs> like those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are not allowed to say anything else. Do you think if they brought that into Guild Wars 2, it would improve the atmosphere of the PvP scene or hurt the actual coordinated, technical, or like, you know, random grouping, have a chance at being able to coordinate kind of elements? So I think that it won't... I think it'll hurt the yeah coordination elements a little bit, but probably not too badly because no. typing in chat is just gonna <laughs> typing in chat is just gonna you know mm-hmm. slow you down anyway. You can type in chat when you're dead, and then and that's and about most it. Most of the people but, would say turn it off because people are toxic. So, but I don't know if it's going to help the toxicity that much because I think that people can just type in chat after the match is done and whisper people and be. It helps in, in Final Fantasy XIV. Whispering is a strange feature as well. A, a strange yeah. thing to grapple with. <laughs> I mean, that would be something that I think they would have to crack down like, on, right? Not, yeah, like, you, that would like, be not allowing whisper that would, Well, that would PvP. be a documented harassment. And, yeah, like, one good. thing about fourteen is that they are incredibly harsh in, like... I mean, there are, of course, I think, examples that have fallen through the cracks or things like that. But if you're, like, so-and-so is harassing me... Yeah, you I would know, say like... I would say that would be the major turnaround for PvP is if there was actual like solid suspensions or solid punishments for target harassment in in games. They don't do it enough. They don't do they it don't enough. They don't do it enough at all. Yeah, yeah. And... they really it's, it's big. It's a big. It it really do they do that well in Final Fantasy Void? Do they do that? Is that something which they do pretty I've well? They they I've heard they can do pretty good. Yes. Yeah. I. I think overall they are fairly responsive. Okay. Um, it you know it depends. You can't like 
Yeah, no, of course. Again, there are can't catch everything. Like, you know, yeah, no. and there are ranges of harassment and what that entails or doesn't entail. Or I've heard stories about gray areas where, like, there's somebody that is technically stalking another player in game, but like. Jesus. All they're doing is being in the city that the other person is in nearby. Yeah. And like in those cases, it gets much harder. And there's always going to be certain individual mm. GMs and things like that who miss something or penalize something unfairly or things like that. But I do think that overall 14 has been pretty intense about their like, if you are, you know, parsing and then you are putting any information about that in a chat about like harassing people or your numbers are pathetic or you're not whatever if you harass people or message them or are cruel to them or like really really obscene or awful or things like that those sorts of things you report them and the vast majority of the time there are actual repercussions for it um yeah. so I, so I, so I think that's this. important <laughs> I I think that's I something mean, I would, that's typing, actually important the, the chat elements i think with the game mode of conquest it having certain mm. phrases that are already like pre like you can choose from i think that would be okay the the nature of the game is a little bit more dynamic so kind of what jepper was saying maybe like having a different game mode with a different direction of like a more combat focused rather than just uh point capturing would maybe be a bit easier to do that with um but i think it would probably be like a smart decision because it just doesn't help when you're trying your best and given the nature of balance you take a build in and you can't change that build once you're in combat mm. and actually like reacting to things because that also doesn't feel great where you're like well now i'm stuck in this build for six minutes while i get my ass cheeks clapped and i can't do anything about it <laughs> and i'm also gonna get uh shot on by my team and they're calling me trash so i like there the... are like fundamental elements of pvp mm. from their balance and i to briefly go back, I kind of agree with Jebro. If you have a competitive game, having more choice might look appealing, but it creates a highly volatile uh, game mode where from game to game, you have wild extremes of like, we cleared 500 yeah. to one versus like, it was a close match of 200 to 200, then timer ran out. And it, it is very, very tricky. So there's in, I forget if this is still there, but in game, they added builds that are no, like standardized I, builds for each class. That, that um, was on the different UI UI you can still get access to, but it's difficult. I know, like it doesn't come up properly. When it first came out, uh, we were discussing, I think, on tea time maybe, and I think we agreed this is a good initiative because it is something that, like, as we're all discussing right now, yeah is needed for a lot of people mm -hmm. um but they would have to be on top of updating those because things mm -hmm. change pretty quickly in the meta uh every patch there's going to be changes to what is actually good and what isn't um and i don't think they've been updating them unless i'm mistaken right so so yeah i no think update there oh yeah i think that having an option to have an in-game very visible npc or station for new players people who don't know what they're doing necessarily to go and get a standardized build that's good would be great as long as they keep them updated and i just don't know if that is something that would be unlikely because like you'd have to have a dedicated team of players or team of developers who are kind of masters of each class and each elite specialization 
always keeping up to date with the meta and always adjusting it to maybe like counter something and it becomes like that would be like nearly impossible at that point just like go to snow crows <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but i think with the issue of so many skills uh, i would probably be more in favor with seeing the utility skill pool be more tightened when you're in pvp because your weapon mm. skills are always the same Mm-hmm. But the utilities, you have so much choice and so many combinations with those. I think if we were to take one element of build craft and kind of tighten it up, it would be when you're in PvP, each profession with elite specialization that you're taking has a block of utility skills that you can choose from. When it comes to the traits, I actually like those. I think those are pretty nice when it comes to customization. Um, but the active skills themselves can sometimes be very punishing with certain combinations. So that would be one area I would maybe consider looking at. I like the Final Fantasy marker things. I really like those. I really like the whole... When Didn't they work it out so there was a timer so you can spam it? You can spam high because people were just doing that in my games, you know, in Final Fantasy IV where you can use the high and stuff. Yeah, they eventually put something in. I mean... Where I think, yeah, there's a little bit of a time around it to cool down on it. Like, if you if you it. are doing it in rapid succession kind of thing. Yeah. But I'll be honest with everybody. I would rather have somebody just sarcastically go, good job. Good job. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> somebody be like, beep, 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 yeah. beep, 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 uh-huh. beep, 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 beep. <laughs> like, and start being racist. And like, because it's normally, it normally goes to either sexism, racism, or something, or like, you know, homophobia. <laughs> or it normally is... Yeah, like, it will normally go to something, like, really... Like, it will go, like, you you should be it dead. It goes from zero to 100 real fast. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like people will I'm tell sorry, people I got stunlocked for three seconds. Yeah. My apologies. It's bad. <laughs> I'll go lay on the sword for you. But, like, they need to be... I think one thing they need to do is, like, just be more on it in terms of, you know, just taking down that toxicity it's different to like argue about what's going on in the game in terms of builds and like stuff like that but when you start going to things and telling people to kill themselves because they played poorly in a game which is your opinion like that's just the level of just ban that person forever or they're gone Mm. no you know they're just that is not someone that's not going to inflict you know a loss on your on your community that's going to be a net gain in so many different ways you know that person isn't there if they, you think about their interactions with people they're playing pvp for two or three hours a day for five years or whatever or even for a year they're playing like eight to ten games a day which is possibly with like you know 40 50 people a day <laughs> like for 365 days or you want to say 300 300 days or whatever that's a significant it like amount of toxicity within your community and area it's just like man we need to do they need to do better with that but hey hey that's another thing um it's like a virus isn't it it's like uh, it angers me so much Harold like Fornax it really does because it has it literally happened to me last night like I, I wanted to play one game to get my daily done and I don't care if I win or lose I will just do that game and if I lose cool I'm done and but like instantly like I get ripped for playing Corangi and then just like ripped for like not doing well and like I just say like GG peeps it's all good it doesn't matter like and people just get really salty and you're just like fuck man I love this mode I love the game like playing the game but damn I can't even use the chat, really. Like, I can't even... We can't even talk about our rotations. I mean, might as well just play a 1v1 game. You know what I mean? Just really unfortunate. And it's not... 
it's not really representative of Guild Wars 2's communities elsewhere either, because even in World v. World, it's not that bad. It's very yeah. different, like, to everywhere else in the game. Like, you go to that map chat, and there's people talking about Trump, there's racism, there's sexism, there's, like, extreme language, and I'm just like, dude, it's like 3 p.m., like, do you not have any self-control here? Like, you could see kids kind of like coming in playing this game, and you're talking about him. Yeah, just it's just that's just people, I guess. But that you know. is wild that this is a teen-rated game. <laughs> it is wild because but then there's always be. a little asterisk. It's like not rated for online content. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly. a way to save yourself. But it is um that. the inv- I just don't don't look at chat. One one word of wisdom if you're looking to, to yeah, play don't. PvP, don't look at chat. But that's, un- that's so unfortunate, though, that you have to even say uh, that. Yeah. And it- Most competitive games, you have to say that. It's, it's just in Guild Wars 2's that, case, oh, it just doesn't feel like there's as much do repercussions. Me, it shouldn't be an excuse. It shouldn't be well, a thing it, you have to say. It's not an excuse, it's just the reality. And yeah, you gotta, that's the unfortunate you, thing, right? If you want to have enjoyment and get yourself out of that, you gotta you take those precautions. You do. I, you do. I have a question. For, for you for you experienced pvps do you think that more specificity in the sign up and and um sort of like allocation of roles for these pr- these like gen- g- turning because they turn out a group don't they you you sign up yeah you get grouped and you get kicked into a map with a, a, yeah. a bunch of strangers mm-hmm. do you think that having more specificity for the role that you're intending to fulfill do you think that that would that would increase cohesion perhaps if you're all going in with the right mindset so and would it make it mm. easier for them to be mapping people together so you want to play support you want to play a more tanky build and 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 pure couple of pure dps and then you're off to the races this or? is what we had this is the conversation that kind of pairs up with lfg i think where it's like it's difficult to you can queue up if you rather than specifically so good we'll see you could have like a roma which is like a thief and then you could have the 1v1 class, which is on one specific node, and that their job is to 1v1. And then you could have a team support, which could be really an umbrella of so many different things. But are you saying you sign up for the role whether, rather than the um, system actually detects what you're running? Are you just kind of like, you just sign yeah. up for that thing? People yeah, are trolling, I reckon. You, 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 funnily enough, I feel <laughs> you like it actually... identify yeah. Yeah, funnily enough, I think it, in a way, it kind of already does that. In most of my games, there's usually at least one healer. Mm. I don't know if that's just happenstance. No, it's but... not. That's luck. <laughs> but <laughs> literally... People switch afterwards. And it's yeah, luck. people will switch as well. But like when we log in, there's, there's usually no at least one person always playing a healer in literally every game that I play. I think there's... If not me, someone else. I think there's something about class dispersion maybe, but I don't think it's heal specific. Um, that's not well, something no, they've it... ever had, yeah. It's not like it, they are playing that role. It's just so happens to be whatever that meta might be, maybe. Like, yeah. you have a higher chance of running into, like, a support core guardian or whatever. I'm offered in teams where um, there's two healers and there's one not on the other side. I think that happens Oh, I don't consistent. get those games too often. Yeah. <laughs> are you dragging it back to the kind of the, the comparison? In Final Fantasy, you literally select the role that you want to fulfill, and you have to fulfill that role in the group. In, in World of Warcraft, you have to sign up as the role that you're intending in to dungeons, fulfill. Right. Oh, no, in, in Dungeons, right. In Dungeons and in Yeah. And so I feel, wow, I feel like that in Dungeons and Raids, that's yeah. something that we talked about in the previous mm-hmm. thing, maybe. Yeah. Um, that yeah. That is something we would like for the looking for group function. 
um, to have it be transposed onto the PvP. PvP it could world, be though. slightly, but it's it's a little more complicated because PvP there's a lot of role blending as well. It's like hybridy. And you're yeah. playing the map a lot of the times. It's not just that you are engaging in combat. It's like you have a thief that's just decapping. And like, if we want to consider that a role, that would make it a bit more muddy. Which is maybe another point of argument is like maybe we should have a different, <laughs> different game mode. But like, it is very. Saying, yeah. uh, it's a very complicated conquest. Is very complicated, and then there's a lot of variables to consider. But if it was like, I don't hate your yeah. idea, Fornax. I like, like I at least I like attributing yourself to yes. a role yes. would be fine. That yeah, is diff- good. Offense, defense, that kind of yeah. generic. So at least you, everyone's sort of like, it, it's kind of like, it's like a consent. So I, I'm signing up for this and I'm consenting to do this role. And that's what I'm agreeing to do. And if you don't like it, well, you can, yeah. you know, piss off, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess, yeah, it's it's difficult to it's, it is difficult like Chris says very right it's a very intricate game mode with final fantasy 14 it's very specific there's one main objective and the, whereas on guild Wars here there's three and then you've got boons and buffs which you go and get which change the whole game specifically to that map whereas final fantasy 2 the reason why crystal light conflict works very well is because it's simple it's just simple. There are those idiosyncrasies which can, you know, put it into a competitive area where you can be good at doing specific things and rotations. There's still rotations. There's still speed buffs. There's still damage that happens on the map. Rook can tell you all about that. Um, and there's still a skill in it, but it's it's a very simple concept. You push an objective, and that's what you do. It's like it's like yeah. Overwatch, you know. You push an objective, and that stops or starts, depending. Obviously, Chris and Coffee is different because you're pushing and pulling, but like, it's just simple, which is why I like it. I like it because but you know I, I, I mean, understand this. I do like conquest because it is more complicated as well. It's like yeah, same. I do love conquest. It's not like I dislike conquest. I just think as a as an accessible thing, it's not accessible. It, to sure, so sure. Many For people. a very new player, it's it's yeah. not. Even vets, <laughs> even vets. It's it's a lot yeah, I know. I know. I know. I'm still. Oh. I'm still not that great at rotations in conquest, yeah. and uh, I know what I should be doing in a lot of situations. But then, like, my brain just makes me do something else for yeah, some you reason. Don't. And you the people yell you. Tunnel vision on people. Yeah, I do it still. But but, I, but that's why, for example, like rotations in conquest and the complication of it is definitely why I think roll queue for pvp would be very difficult to do and you can't just say this is my role and i'm sticking to it and you can't blame me because i'm doing my role because (laughs) i know but it's so so much more complicated than that you will find any reason to get mad at someone else other than yourself that person who just says i'm going far and they'll do that all game and just like you died 10 times i mean you could could switch it up mate i I queued up as a side noter so i'm a side noter so i'm sticking on home the whole time why are you getting mad at me i'm on home the whole time and defending the point because you would be more helpful if you come off of home every once in a while yeah you don't need to guard it like you know 
And if you have a bad experience in Conquest, your very first times, like if you had a bad experience like five, six years ago, guess what? The game mode hasn't changed and there's no new game modes being added to a ranked system that matters. So you have no reason to come back. You have no reason to try PvP again because the only thing that's changing is the balance and And that's so volatile and it's very difficult to sometimes find how to counteract things and keep yourself alive Mm -hmm. and i think pvp has fundamental problems of just like it's one game mode it's literally one (sighs) game mode and if you don't like it well i will good luck i will go on the other end of this and say that actually as well rather than the in-game itself of each match Guild Wars 2 does have the best PvP systems out there in the MMORPG in terms of automated systems and lobby and stuff like really? that. So, oh, really? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely shits on other MMORPGs. So in terms my, of... My God, it must be a wasteland out there. Holy shit. <laughs> no, 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 it's not good. So like, you know, li- well, listen, in terms of this, um, actually Final Fantasy XIV is pretty good now because they've got Crystalline Conflict, which completely changed everything. Um, which it was like you cannot underestimate how ridiculous they turned it around like it is just uh, they they just were like yeah pvp's in the bin over there and it's literally getting picked up and burnt and then we're gonna throw it in the lake we're gonna dig it up in 20 years and just burn it again and then they took it out and they literally just i don't know what they did they just brought it back from the dead and prettied it up and it's just it's beautiful it's like it's just so far removed from what it was i just cannot even imagine how much work that took and they can throw money at it and things like fair enough it is really good um and if you have not played i'm selling another game right now but it's good you know we can do that we're allowed to talk about good things guild wars 2 systems very very good in pvp one okay your gear is normalized there are normalized stats ESO, World of Warcraft to a degree, loads of other MMORPGs, you have to farm the gear, the stats, the effects, the loops, the, 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 you know, the different sets which give you bonuses in, to enable you to be powerful in PvP. There are, no, there are not many games other than Crystalline Conflict in Final Fantasy XIV that do this, and it is the most it's the best way to give accessibility to players it's so good level two guild wars two you're in there boom you're playing the game you can pick all the stats if you've unlocked the expansions you can pick all the new elite specs you can even try things out later on in a lobby in a safe place to just spam out tons of attacks and see abilities and see what you might want to play later on awesome then you've got you've got the dummies and stuff in the arena but you've still got all these other things like you can check out um the automated tournaments for example you know you can use the lfd to get into a group for that which is actually pretty easy when they happen um then you can also do things like ranked mode you can click one button you get into rank mode and when you hit that level it's all these all these systems which are very automated and can put you into spots of playing different modes eso there's no ranked mode it's just a leaderboard which means nothing it is literally playtime <laughs> there's nothing at all crystalline conflict introduced a good reward track system they also introduced a leaderboard as well very much the same as guild wars 2 there's a lot of systems there which are very similar not many other mmorpgs have this good world's got not world world but wow's got a lot of systems which are kind of similar 
But New World is a brand new one, and they've only just added arenas, and you have to farm all the gear. They've only just brought up your gear score, so it's equal when you go into PvP as well, and that's a brand new MMO. Like Guild Wars 2 system on launch for PvP, they had automated tournaments with tickets that you would spend, and you'd get gems as rewards, which were real-life money rewards. And it was really good. Um, it was bugged and broken. Uh, because people would just farm it, <laughs> the same people, but it was still there. But they've always had these really decent systems in the game, which can help people access the mode and get into the play spaces. Unfortunately, when you get there, there's the toxicity, which really just pulls people away and pushes them out. But then you go, there's there's the whole PvP thing. But honestly, like... What they do is, I'm always looking for that in other MMORPGs. I rarely find it. Um, I would say that also the guild. I mean, we, we, we've just spent a bit of time talking about guilds that are they're not very effective. Yeah. Um, but the fact that you can have multiple guilds and therefore have a dedicated World v World guild, a dedicated PvP yeah, guild, so you can hook up with people who who have that interest, who can who can show you the ropes, who 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 are invested in that game type. You can have a dedicated any any mode of game, including player created ones. You know that's that's one of as much as as weak as the guild system is because it it hasn't been given the love and possibly reasonably so it still is a fantastic resource for players if they can find a good guild to get into in their niche yeah that's true know? okay well on that note i think with the guild note and the guild was too or whatever we're gonna end it there i think we're gonna we're gonna push the button and uh, end the stream but first of all, we'll do some intros. Thank you, everyone, for coming on today as well, specifically. It's been very, very awesome. A good two hours ago. Uh, two hours again, sorry, or so. Trying to cut the time down. We're starting a little bit later, obviously, as well, because I just can't get here at the time I used to. And uh, I don't want to cut too late into people's days. So it's a little bit shorter, and that's okay. I think that's good for us all. Um... If you have, there are some, I, I really appreciate people who did uh, give some questions and replies and whatnot on Twitter that I asked for. Oh, um, are we going to do the questions now? No. <laughs> We're ending the show. <laughs> people oh, need to lady. go do their things. We're going to do that next Later. time. There's going to be one more. We're going to do one more show in regards to this. There's actual features which Guild Wars 2 just doesn't have. Um... And we'll get, if if Fornax wants to join us again next week and everyone here, then they're absolutely welcome. Um, uh, I would love to. Thank you. Awesome. Yes. Good. Sorted. We don't have to get another chat. <laughs> so that's good. That sorts out something else for me. Um, we will do that. And also, yeah, make sure you follow all the people and we can, we'll do a little bit of an outro. It's been a good one. Um, so next week we'll talk about, yeah. What's not in Guild Wars 2? Well, it could be introduced into the game, so it's technically a part three, but it's almost going to just be another podcast, so it doesn't matter. But it's what you do when you do it. Tell us the things. I am Boots. I like to uh, make videos and, yeah, put them on YouTube. And then and then I, cool. uh, I answer questions to the people who comment on the videos. Um, and... And give, oh, I heart some of the comments that I like a lot. And I give thumbs up to the ones that I kind of like. Um, and yeah, that's me on the World of Avengers. Okay.
Kruf? Hello, Kruf. I do a lot of YouTube videos of Kruf. You can just spell it K-R-O-F. Uh, on YouTube and here on Twitch as well. You can uh, follow and subscribe to me here if you want. And I uh, have a video coming out, How to Choose a Healer in Guild Wars 2, going over all the different healing classes. So uh, I'm excited about that one. And I also sometimes heart people and also sometimes argue with people. In a very, you argue? In a very professional manner with just like g mental mental uh dueling i've done that know? in the past in I, i'm at the point in my life it's where fun. if there's a comment that's pretty you know just argumentative i'll just go i shouldn't say argumentative okay. it's just like it helps it helps our uh brains get more wrinkles but uh sure thank yeah, you yeah, having yeah. me it was done if that road i just tend to fuck off uh i, no, I usually just go <laughs> <laughs> I have no time. I have no time for people in my space telling me uh, being rude. Um, <laughs> I've created it, and they're just being an asshole. They know they're just going to get told to f off. Uh, thank you, Fornax. I know you probably appreciate that comment. Um, <laughs> what do you do? Where do you do it? All the things. Yeah, I'm Fornax, um, the Great Herald. I have a sticker. Holy this. crap! Holy wow. shit! What is happening? Saying the words that I cannot. Yeah, so I, mean, you I can. make a. Can you overlap things? Can you put like a light bulb on top of that? Uh, no. If I oh. do that, then it will replace it. Oh, it's okay. it's like it's like a body swap situation. Wow. Oh. Yeah, it's That's super extreme. technical. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, I make a comment. Uh, I make I make comments. I make content on YouTube. Cool. When I don't have food poisoning for a week. Mm. Yeah. Who's poisoning that's what podcast I do. right now? Oh my god, it was so bad. Oh, I can't even tell you. But yes, yes. Go to type Crichton Herald anywhere and you'll get me. Except, except OnlyFans. I was going to say, okay, I need to say it. that. Yeah, that's the tagline. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if there was? I mean, just completely like, missold someone. That'd be awful. Yeah, that would be very sad. <laughs> but thank you for having me. There you go. No worries. Thank you. Uh, Rookery! Hello, I'm Rook, aka Rookery. You can find me at the Crichton Herald on OnlyFans. <laughs> and. <laughs> yes! No, you can find me not there. I wish you could. Snap for Maybe that. You wish you could? could? I, don't <laughs> okay. I don't know. You know, it could be, I don't know. It'd be fun. I could probably get sued by Crichton, though, so maybe not. <laughs> um, in the meantime, you can Babe, find it's me. It's yours. It's yours. Take it. <laughs> Already. Wow, permission oh. given. <laughs> Consent, excellent. Uh, we, consent is is good. Consent is great. I'm awesome. so excited. So please look forward to my new OnlyFans adventure. <laughs> um, until then, though, wow, okay. you can find me <laughs> on my Twitch at Rookery R O O K U R I. You can also find me on oh, YouTube gosh. at Rookery, uh, spelled the exact same way, and you can find me on Twitter at Rookery underscore get a little bit of extra spice on the end until i can pry plain rookery out of twitter's hands um but whatever we're doing wherever we're doing we're probably playing or talking about the mmos that we love and i do have some very exciting stuff coming up next week as well that i can't talk about yet but keep you can just out. just tell us just tell us it, it just, don't tell everybody just tell us on the stream here I can't. It must uh, remain a secret. Is it a stream fit? Is it stream specific? It is stream specific. So keep an eye out for special announcements uh, okay. about something that'll be happening next week. Cool. Okay. Podcast is on every Friday. Exciting. 
Thank you all for joining us. I really, really appreciate it. Again, spending your time with us on this Friday. Appreciate it. It is the good time of the week. It is the time of the week which I uh, very much enjoy and look forward to, um, especially with everything going on in the world. <gasps> Twitch.tv slash Jebra Unity. Um, uh, streams are all over the place at the moment. There are lots of things going on all over the place, and I've got to do better with looking after myself, so there's not going to be as many on the weekend and during the week. So there is this one which is 100% happening on Fridays in one way shape or form normally Saturday Sunday um, maybe during the week a little bit up until my client base is growing a little bit more but we're doing good in all the places thank you very much for watching thank you very much for uh, also just watching on the YouTubes and all the things please like comment subscribe do that follow if there's an Apple if you're watching this on Apple podcast you can actually do a review of the Lightbringers and say, wow. you know, it's a great show. You should go watch it. Um, also, big shout out to uh, my my friends at uh, I can't. I'm trying to remember what their podcast is called now. Legends my, it is Legends of Tyria, right? Yeah, yeah. I've I've known Cash Jibs for a long time from ESI as well. Um, they're really, really good guys. They actually talked about the Lightbringers on their recent podcast, talking about their first episode, saying how uh, awesome it is. I actually had them on a ESO podcast when I was doing the podcast there because they were huge and they do, they do a, their job. Their thing is podcasts. Um, so I'm going to put a link in the description for them because I'd love to promote those guys. They're really awesome. Yeah, um, it was a good episode. Yeah, yeah, they're brand new players as well, and they're just they're just a bunch of guys having a laugh talking about games. They're um, a little bit older as well, so it's a little bit more like you know, I don't know. <laughs> it's just it's just a different vibe, that's for sure. Um, it's a good pace to it as well. And they've been doing it for a while, so go and check them out. I'd appreciate that. Good fellas, uh, and they were just enjoying the game. New players as well. So if you're a new player, player what re like watching this and you'd like to follow their journey, please do that. Um, and appreciate that shout out as well. So thank you very much for watching. Take it easy. Everyone in the chat, have a good rest of your day, weekend, and all the things. And I'm going to try and find the outro. Uh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> we'll see you next time on the Lightbringers podcast. Tune in at 1pm-ish Pacific. Twitch.tv slash Bye-bye.